need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Good morning, people. Why well, I am leaning to the side. <laughs> it's my pink bra. Oh, is that one? I'm confused. Hold on. All right. Morning, people. It is Wednesday, the 5th of July. Welcome to TDA, the day after. Your favorite news platform and the home of popular culture as defined by the culture. Let's get to know our host for today. It's your boy. Six foot plus appeal temptation. Big moss from the east side of the bridge. Morning, people. It is your favorite shade queen, Martin Royalty. And they call me E-Man, the pro-black activist, TDA producer and news analyst. And of course, the melanin is jam-packed. Always. How are we doing this lovely morning? Yeah, we're good. Weather's better. Mm-hmm. Is it? I'm freezing. Yes, it was raining, though. Yeah. The storm. It's all those people. You're one. All the people that was complaining about the heat. Now I'm out here popping... Cold tablets. Do you know how crazy that is? <laughs> Have we got another heat wave coming or anything? I pray so. Let me check my weather out. I think on Saturday it's meant to be hot. Is it? Is yeah, it? I believe so. But I need like weeks. Not a sprinkle here and there. Oh, yes. Yeah. From Friday, actually. Oh, 27 it? on Friday. No way. 27 Friday, 26 on Saturday. Mm. Going back in the 23s, 22s, but that's a bit of me. I like that. I'll try and um, bring the sun out a bit next week. <laughs> right, what happened? It, because something going on next week. No, no, no. Just because it's going down again. Uh, I need us to have a bit more consistency. <laughs> yeah, you need to, yeah. You, you speak to the, the melanin gods and stuff like that. Thank you very much. I would like some vitamin D from the sun. Good to you. Well, yeah, everyone good? All right, man. We yeah. all right. Okay, all right. I've got a question of the day. Yo, what type of What's... what type of hats or the caps are these... these Young ones wearing these days. What's what kind of what? Caps. Cap. Yeah. What's On your the head. The hats. Oh, um. Oh, the cap in ages. Oh, no. Oh, limited. Truckers and shit. Do you call it a, a hat or a cap? I, I call them, I think both, but it's a cap. I call them a cap. Now, yeah. cap yeah. sounds like I'm in primary school. No, I, I think it actually is a cap, but I would call it, I would call it both. Mm. But yeah, it's a cap. It's definitely a cap. But I think that, I don't even know what style's in. What's this? This is like a fitted, isn't it? Mm, this is fitted like, style. What's your yeah. style called? It's got, it's ain't got no, it's not the brim thing know. there. It's yeah, just, it ain't got the solid thing here. Oh, I thought you meant fitted because it's fitted on the head. Well, this one? Like it's not swimming. I don't know, it's just called a fitted cap because you could fit it. It's got, you can snap oh, it. Oh, got the, oh, okay. The little straps mm. at the back. Oh, actually, it's not. It's a snapback. Oh yeah, snapback. That's the thing. Yeah, fit ain't got no thing. Fit ain't got no yeah, no ain't snap got, on ain't the got back. The thing, yeah. 
isn't it? Yeah. yeah, all right, cool. So this is a snapback. Fitting's like the same at the front, but ain't, you can't snap it, you can't adjust it. It's just, yeah. you get the size. That's it. They fitted like one size though. Did they do like yeah, small, yeah, medium, they large? Yeah. yeah, like seven, seven, three quarters, seven and a half, eight. What, centimeters or like inches? I don't know how it works. You've got a big ass head. You've got a nine or something. <laughs> big ass head. <laughs> and then... Um, I like the list. Yeah, but um, truckers, I see, I see a lot of truckers and that style. What's that called? No idea, you know. What's a trucker? Ain't that like a trucker though? With when the half of it's kind of like um, oh net. Yeah, kind of. But they look a bit different though, innit? Like they got mm. like a bit more style to them. They look a bit different. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. It's but like I thought it was dif- it was like determined because of the whole half and half. Yeah, thing. that's what I thought. Oh, like a truck. <laughs> no, who knows? <laughs> I see where he's going. You see what Yeah. <laughs> You know they had the gap in the middle. Yeah, <laughs> Optimus Prime thing. I see what she's on. Yeah, um, I don't know then. Mm. Why are you looking to make caps? Yes. Just make all the styles. Or is that not cost effective? Sorry, what? <laughs> hmm? <laughs> this is Sorry, for me. what? This is for me. Oh, just for you. <laughs> oh, you know how he does with the with the TMB I'm merch. He ain't doing it for nobody else. I only, if I hear the word testing one more time, bro, I I'm gonna lose it. Because I'm I'm legit testing it. Are you? Yes. And that's why Moses got got up to merchants. So what style of cap are you gonna go with? You see what I'm saying? I don't think that that's gonna look nice in my head because of the, the you net. You got hair. Oh, because the half net in the back. Yes. Yeah. I don't think it looks nice in people that got hair. Yeah. Hmm. And I don't like the curve. <laughs> but this has been <laughs> well, you want it flat? On. This has been... This is, yeah. No, you can't have it flat. This, is like yeah, a... this, ain't, this ain't like a fresh hat or anything. Like, this ain't like a good hat. This is this is damn bad. No, it needs to have some curve. That's still, that's still in good shape. Good good you. Do you think? Yeah, yeah, it looks, yeah. yeah that's it. Yeah. But you can't have like the super flat thing though. Nah, that's, you're like about to fly away. So how about that one up there? That's not super flat, but... Yeah, that's got curve to it. But it's not a curve like that though. Yours is a bend. That's a curve. This is a... You can't have it like flat, flat. That is so icky. Yeah, kind of. Girls, add that to the list. Imagine <laughs> a guy approaches you and his hat is just so flat. He's trying to fly, wouldn't he? Nah. <laughs> and how about how about bucket nah. bucket hats? Oh, I love a bucket yeah, hat. I love a bucket. I love bucket, bucket, I love yeah. bucket hats. Mm-hmm. Yes. You'd wear buckets? Then yeah. I'll get, so I'll get some buckets. Yeah, bucket get some buckets, please. Yeah. Yeah. Buckets, buckets on my back. And let me try that one out. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll get my long jet black hair out. Yeah. The bucket. Yeah. What are we saying though? Are we saying black and black or are we saying white? Black accent. and black. Black and black, eh? Yeah. All right. You try the white accent, I try the black and black. No, I, to be honest, you're, so what you're suggesting is more money, innit? <laughs> <laughs> so, I might do two variations, right? Yeah. The actual one's this one, and then just the, the black written Ooh. across. Both of them would look nice. But they would. Yeah, on the bucket, you definitely need the square this thing. One, yeah? yeah. But I think that, like, the way that stands out on its own mm-hmm. over the material, I think that black on black is going to be mm-hmm. very pain. Embroidery or is it what printed, what we're saying? What's the difference? Embroidery. It's like a 3D type of thing, you get me? With threading. Yeah, but then can you get that effect though? Because you know, this kind of glistens. Wait, no, it's not going to be like this. It's not going to be like that. No. Mm, so embroidered or printed? No, get it embroidered. Manual? Razzle dazzle. Mm. Um, do people embroidery um, embroid um, buckets? Well, we people. I'm trying to be like everybody else. I understand that, like a badge thing. I've seen that before, but I haven't seen. Have I seen embroidered? Oh, is that embroidered? 
you know I mean? Because yeah. that's got like a yeah. 3D kind of thing. You have to you have, you have to basically do that to check. <laughs> you know what? You don't know what you're wearing. No, because I can't remember, innit? That's how I was looking at waiting to look in the camera, but I couldn't see it. But will you see it though on the black if do you get what I mean? Because with this year, I can see because it's got like a little shine it's to it. Light, it would have to be a different type of black thread. Yeah. Yeah, it would have to be different. I think, yeah, you, I think getting the black thread right would have to, was what would make it slap. Yeah. A bucket hat would bang in there. That's a bit of me. Uh, you bring a, if I see you wearing a bucket hat and I don't have one on my head, it's going to be wild. I don't wear bucket hats. So it's not for me, I'm getting it. Yeah, but you didn't wear hats either until yesterday. No, I did. You just, anyway. <laughs> All right. Fight me, by it. So it's like it's like saying I don't wear jeans or I don't wear um, shoes because you've never seen me wear. Do you take me seriously when I say these things? What? Do you take me seriously when I say these things? No, but people say it all the time. No, but like when I just said what I said, yeah. No, it's because you said it and I have access to you now, hence me responding to everybody okay. who said it. But you only hear. Because you know, like I have, I find joy in just saying things. Oh. I know it's gonna annoy you. Like, oh, okay. It's just to annoy me. I thought you just no, not necessarily to annoy you, but it's a standard. You like joy and saying things. I just say things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you react, I'm like, oh, love that. Okay, keep doing it. <laughs> cute little love language. <laughs> and when I do it, then you don't talk to me for a while. No, 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 no. When I don't talk to you, no. When I don't talk to you, you deserve not to be talked to you because you. That's the thing. You take things too far. People are too sensitive. No. People aren't. If you t- if you at me next time, don't talk about people when you're talking about me. Mm. So people, are, this is why you don't get talked to. Isn't the world too sensitive, Emmanuel? Iman don't count. Iman's opinion respectfully. <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect. There's certain things you cannot ask Iman. You cannot ask Iman if you're being politically correct. Mm. If people are too sensitive. Mm. If people yeah. lack critical thinking, they will always lack critical thinking. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Anyways, all right. Uh, quickly. Do you think Afrobeats can become more popular than hip hop one day? Yeah. Yes. I think it's already getting there. Why do you think that is? Then the hip hop. Yeah, because you know what it is with Afrobeats here? Yeah? We're not seeing, like, Afrobeats is coming in different variations now. And it's coming in different variations that's catering to different um, markets. Who was in the studio with Rema the other day? Rema and this very oh um Jax. Oh the the white guy. I don't know. His name Jax. Let me try and find it. Sorry and, to burst you so and do you know what's mad? The song they were doing here is because obviously Rema's an Afrobeats artist, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's like an unsified Afrobeats. Not the ones the gym licenses privately. I mean that they were actually in the studio creating this. I said, ah, that's interesting. Afro yeah, Jax Jones, that's it, sorry. Afro and Fireboy. will never be as big as hip hop. You don't think so? Nah. Sound like Why? a hater. Why say that? Huh? Why say that? It's got too much. It's got too much. The, 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 gap's, the gap's too big. At the moment, yeah. Nah, the, it's like with age gaps. It's like when the little kid says, oh, so one day I'm going to be your age, like, yeah, but at 10, yeah, gap's always going to be there, mm. Kitty. Like, <laughs> do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, there's nothing you could do about it. The mm. history of hip hop, what it's mm. done. What's Afrobeat's gonna have to do to catch up to be on par to make up for it when you mm. look, when you look back? It's impossible. But then, couldn't you say that same thing about hip hop never being as big as pop? Because back in the day, like in the eighties, hip hop was 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 doing amazing, but there was still a big gap between that and any other t- type of pop artists. Yeah, but then pop pop artists, there was a lot of like there was the pop artists was just being popular, singing and that, and mm-hmm. like you know what I'm trying to say, like so we can cross over 
bare different genres. Pop's got like a different look to it in the like late nineties, early two mm. thousands than it did in the sixties and seventies. Mm-hmm. And even then that speaks to the hip hop influence exactly. and the R and B influence. Yep. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So Afrobeats would have to do a madness to even compare. But I'm glad you said that because remember you've now got hip hop artists being influenced by Afrobeats. True. You know what but, I'm saying? So it's, they, they, the worlds are kind of merging a bit. And then when you when you think about Af- to, to be fair, every Afrobeat artist is going to come from Africa, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, some of the um, diaspora people like us and, and things like nature, and, like in the UK and US and stuff. But when you think about the amount of people that's in Africa, the amount of talent that's there as well. And obviously, with, with people changing and record labels being um, started and this and the third back home as well, I feel like people could be could, could be streaming hundreds of millions easy. I don't know. What's the, what's the Afrobeat's version of rappers delight? A what? Rappers delight. Rappers delight. Um, hip like old school. Hip to the hip to the oh, hip okay. hop, and you don't stop the rocket to the bang bang boogie. Okay. The, yeah, give me the Afrobeat version of that. You don't cast. <laughs> <laughs> like, but, what, but what legendary song from back in the day? Nice, nice was doing was was oh like yeah. Face and, um, um, so you mean like what is like a classic yeah, Afrobeat song? Kind of I'm not saying the they, they don't have no classics. But open you get the significance. You understand the significance mm. of some of these songs, these mm-hmm. hip hop, these points in hip hop, these yeah. artists, the significance of some of their music, these things, mm-hmm. like. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, I'm yeah. not saying it to be funny, and I think I'm being mm, serious. Like, mm. these are these are serious things. Mm-hmm. So, Afrobeats would have to come through and emulate. And it's there's too many steps. It's not just it's not just rapid. Like, it's flipping mm. hit a mark piss. It's like there's yeah. too there's too much. Like, how's it gonna? It's, it's not even a competition. How's it gonna? I don't know how. But it did though. I, I feel like that's the thing with Afrobeats though, because different at different points, Afrobeats has opened doors for different people. So mm-hmm. we have Two Face, African Queen. That was, we didn't have social media then, mm-hmm. but a lot of people around the world <coughs> knew that song yeah. during its time, not mm-hmm. after the fact, during its time. Then we've had like the band, everything he was doing. Mm-hmm. He was one of the reasons why, actually, no, he is the reason why, mm-hmm. um, what's it called, Afrobeats then crossed over here mm-hmm. properly in the way that it did. Obviously, Fuse did what he did in the UK, mm-hmm. but yeah, at different points, it's mm-hmm. opened up in different ways. And also, like I feel like in in for example the early eighties, right? For example, even rappers like I think they dropped in what eighty something, eighty three or something like that. Even them times there when you got Public Enemy in that year, and they were doing good stuff at NWA. I don't think people necessarily envisioned there would be a Tupac coming. Mm. You know what I'm saying? As a Biggie coming, artists that big, an Eminem, a Jay Z that would sell gold diamond and stuff like that. Mm. So <coughs> we've got Wiz Kids, we've got Davido, we've got all these type of people here. But in the next 10, 15 years, there may be eyes that would eclipse them in terms of Do sales. you know what's mad, yeah? Do you know the guys, the young guys today, Rema Fireboy and them, mm. can't lie to you, they are like very, very close already. Yeah, obviously, Whiskey and them, they started at a time where social media was still coming up and whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, the milestones they're achieving in the last, what, three, five years mm-hmm. of I'm sending out the O2, mm. it's a Fireboy that sold out the O2 the other day. Do you know what I mean? Like, know, yeah. and these boys are just new into new yeah. in the scene. Yeah. Thames as well. Thames got like how many Grammys under her belt? Wow. Sis, what, two years ago was still messaging DJs to please play her songs and their mixes mm. and stuff. And now she's selling out Grammys. Do you know what I mean? Not selling out Grammys, but she's got hella Grammys and stuff. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And she hasn't, I don't think she's, she hasn't even come out with her proper album yet. Mm. So. And you have to also think about the more hip, obviously I don't listen to hip hop like crazy like I used to, right? But 
the more hip hop sounds monotonous, everyone doing the same type of music, the more people are going to move away from it into something that's more creative. You know what I'm saying? That's true. That's true. So, yeah. Well, yeah, my bad. Yeah, it's interesting. And <clears throat> who's the biggest hip hop artist currently? Oh, it's always Drake, isn't it? All right, yeah, cool. And did you enjoy his latest project more than you enjoyed Ashake's? Who me? I've been into Ashake's project like that. I can't. I'm not. I haven't. I'm not. I'm not. Digesting. Any of Drake's latest songs on his latest project, and any of Ashaki's songs on his latest project. Well, the project before this one. I get what you're saying, because Ashaki, in recent history, he's got some big songs that Bram would enjoy more than a lot of them Drake songs. But say that, that um, but the music's have got different feels and different, like the 21, the 21 Savage mix album is proper good. Like, Is it good for your dated ears? Is it as good to the younger generation listening to that? I don't know. And this is the future in which we're talking about. It's not going to be um, populated by you. You're going to die. Mm. We are going to die. So you think more young people are listening to Ashake at the moment than Drake? I feel the spirit of the festivals are more Afro beats than hip hop. Hip hop. Mm-hmm. That's a yeah, moment. That's a moment that we're going through right now, isn't it? So the festivals, like there will be a time when. We was excited for the for the festival run because we knew it was going to be heavily UK. Like the UK boys are killing it, and there's bare songs and boom, boom, boom. And it just goes through. It just goes through, like through periods and through trends and whatnot, and whatnot. This this time, Brian, you're right. It's going to be heavily mm-hmm. Afro beats, but that's because that's just where we're. That's just where we're at at the minute. That Afro might change beats next year. Seems to be going from strength to strength. Yeah. Can I say there's as well, yeah? Because sometimes people talk about Afrobeats like <laughs> it just came out five years ago. Mm. Fela Kuti, all the people that was Afrobeats. But like we're seeing how, because Afrobeats that I grew to know was um, what's it called, Plantation Boy. That's when Whiskey, no, Two Face was in a mm. in a boy band, um, Style Plus, all that stuff. Nice when he literally just came out. The mm. Banji's first ever song. The Afrobeats that I grew up with mm. is different to the Afrobeats I'm hearing now no, with yeah. Rema and all yeah. these other guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my parents' generation, the Afrobeats they had, Fella and them, mm-hmm. is different to what I grew up with. So Afrobeats is not a new thing. It's mm. just now it's getting, now it's popular. Mm. Now it's kind of like pop, basically, mm-hmm. it's popular. But it's not a recent a recent thing. Mm. So who knows, really? Because we say, what, 50 years of hip-hop? Mm-hmm. We don't know how many years of Afrobeats, because, you know, in Nigeria, we don't keep <laughs> records. We ought to, but yeah. I, I never thought. Well, I don't listen to Wiz Kid. Yeah, too tough, right? Mm. But when Burner came out, yeah, and Burner was dropping, I'm thinking there's nobody, yeah, I'm seeing that is going to basically get me listening to music mm. in that yeah. manner, yeah, as Burner Boy, right? Mm. And then Jackie came along. I'm thinking, bloody hell, yeah. And his music is for me. It's I guess what I deem more authentic as opposed to a fusion of hip-hop, mm. uh, dance hall, mm. and whatever Burner Boy is doing. Yeah. Do you understand? Mm. And the fact that he's, he is like invoked something in me, just hearing a, like a, the first refrain, I'm thinking, mm-hmm. oh, where is this going? And you know what's so sick about what Ashaker does as well is that Ashaker's music has Fuji like influence. Mm-hmm. And that's the earliest there is of Afrobeats. Afrobeats like, that's yeah. early, early, early... Back in the day. Yeah. So that's the thing about Afrobeats is 
it's evolving over time mm -hmm. and everyone's putting their own unique spin on it. And because they're putting their own unique spin on it, it's catering to different, it's, it's tapping to different, different spaces. Because mm -hmm. I'm hearing as well that apparently Rema is big in India. <laughs> Who would have thought? Do you know what I mean? But mm. so that's what, I think that's that's sick, man. I love it. And to be honest, the whole bashment thing, dance on and that, mm. I've started making playlists because I've heard a couple of tunes. I'm like, whoa. Oh, the dance on it's like the, the, the man on the island. It's like they said that they were. It says like they said they had enough of these African Because <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> listen, the bashment rhythms that are out at the minute that's been <laughs> popping for the last. Eight, twelve months mental. And that's what we like. Like, me, like too many of them. Like cold. Hundred percent. Like bashment right now. Is oh, it's bashment in. Like there's um, you can make a mental playlist. Like right this second, and it's not even like it's not even like the old guards as well. It's bare mm. new artists and thing. Hundred percent. But I think that, I think it might. It feels like a little bit like I don't want to say too little, too late. Like, but. <laughs> But maybe too little, too late. If, like they, they started, fight, they fought, they fought back to do it. Like if it was any, too late. If any group I don't of think people, so no, because Afrobeats is gone if right any now. Group of people could basically look to say, <coughs> all right, cool, let's do a um, Arsenal twenty twenty three. I'm telling you, it will be the Miadis. It will be the Jamaicans. Understand? <laughs> and they're sweeting, sweeting. They're sweeting, sweeting, and they've got history. Yeah, because they're, they're, they're trying. They're from history. Like, they're trying. They're working. Like they are cooking, but I don't think they're getting the like, like the yet, yet, yet. Because look what they're going up against. Do you understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shaggy's <laughs> 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 Look what they're going up against. But I but, believe, I believe they can come back. I do as well. Because you know what it is? I feel like it just takes one song to do something. And then that one song doing something sheds light on so many other acts. Well, I don't know because 90s is a big song out right now. And they're moving like saying like, this is going to be one of the best songs of the summer and boom, boom, boom. And Taser was trying to do that. You know, like he's always trying to um, hate on the Jamaicans and that as well. You get me? Mm. But he's like, boy, <laughs> they played it in, in Afro Nations. Mm. He's like, no one cared. Oh, stop it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's like, he didn't do nothing. He's like, no one cared. They played it on the big main stage and it just weren't doing what... What mm. the world said it, it would do, you get me? Mm. But I'm like, boy, maybe you're just with a bit uncultured swine. Okay. <laughs> to be fair, it was Afro Nation. The <laughs> 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 Afro Beats. <laughs> okay. That's fair. All right, next question, because we're on a music vibe today. <sighs> if anyone's got it, you can read it. My, my thing is loading. Oh, okay. Question is, as it stands, why can't rappers in the UK sit in criticism? Because the world is too sensitive. You said at the start of the show. Mm. Do you know what? I don't understand that though. Because really and truly, yeah, do people really want yes men? Do you know what I mean? Because my thing is, yeah, with art or with anything, anything that you put out, it doesn't have to be art artistic opinions even, yeah? There's people who are going to like it. There's people who are, who are not going to like it. And people who are going to gravitate towards it and whatnot. Mm. How much more like music? Because my thing is always the people that get really um, hot and bothered about not like people not liking their music. If you go and search, yeah, they must they would have given their opinions to on Drake mm. and be like, oh, that album is dead and that. Do you get what I mean? But mm. when it's you now, song is in a bunch. Why are you so sensitive, Max? Yeah, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not sensitive, so I can't speak. You can take criticism. Were well, you like dishing out criticism to the UK rappers? Is it not that you've left? You like, right, cool. <laughs> get it off my chest. I don't. It's not. Because you're, you're the best out there, right? 
Ba for ba? Yeah. <laughs> I'm the best critique out there as well. I'm the best, I'm the best music crit- critic. I'm the best music critic. Mm. I'm the best rapper. I'm just, yeah, I'm just the coldest. Period. Period. That's American Hello But I don't know. I don't know why. Um, it's because people don't. People don't really talk about them anyway. Like, there's not really like an industry for for that in it. People don't understand the UK industry is in its infancy in it. So mm. everyone's just touchy. They don't know. They don't know what they don't know yet. Mm. You get me? These industries are necessary. Like, mm. you know what I'm trying to say for people to be critiquing your music to like. To, is to keep to, to keeping you keeping you true to form and holding you accountable to, to the quality that you're making and stuff like that you get me people are supposed to have opinions of you and all that it's all part of the game but mm. where it's relatively new in this country they just don't know how to deal with it and where the place is so small as well mm-hmm. you know what I mean they're just not used to it but they'll get used to it once people people just gotta keep talking about them because once people just keep talking about them then it's just like what are you gonna do because you can go on Twitter and chat shit and put your knickers in a twist but you're not doing that anyway no one ain't done that no one ain't doing that you just chat shit just threaten to yeah, they're just, talking, high street. they're just talking nonsense. They're not going to do nothing. You know what I'm trying to say? That So let's just keep talking about them. And then soon they just have to just hug it. You get me? Because then it's just life's about balance, isn't it? Like, you can't just get mad because when people are praising you, you are loving it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? So you can't, like, if people don't like you, what do you want to do? There's the people that are, that are, that are like the consumers of the music and the people that are making the content where they're talking about it. They just got to be, they just got to keep just talking about them. Just openly, just, just passing their opinions on them. Mm-hmm. And they just have to just, Get used to it, you get me. But they're touchy. Tell a man. But there's also a way. There's also a way to go about it as well. There's also you could tell a man. His yeah. is he don't like his music, without being disrespectful. <laughs> yeah. yeah but me. you know what? Okay. What does that look like? Hmm? What does that look like? Um. Oh no! Just being mindful. Just being mm. mindful of, of, of the other person. Isn't it? Like your opinion is your opinion. Like you don't have to. You don't give in your opinion. You don't have just because you take offense to my opinion doesn't mean it's offensive. Like, do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, so, but if you sometimes when people sometimes people will deliver their stuff and it's like they're going out of their way to be rude. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, and that's that's unnecessary. Like, if I said something and I'm being rude and I'm being whatever whatever the words are, then I can understand why a man would 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 take offense to what I'm saying in it. If I'm not being that way and I'm just talking honest, it might be a bit. A bit, I don't know, like just, like just the raw, hard truth, or whatever. But I'm not being disrespectful, or there's no malice in what I'm saying. I can't get upset if you take offense to that. You get what I'm trying to say? That the truth hurts sometimes, but you can definitely be mindful of of what you're doing. If you don't like something, you can say you don't like it and say why you don't like it. You get me? Offer up some kind of criticism and some kind of outlook into your thinking why it doesn't work for you and all these kind of things, rather than just going, "That's whack." <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. And not developing the conversation. That the is point. dead. That's dead. Mm-hmm. He's dead. He's whack. You get what I'm trying to say? Like, this is, you could definitely do it without offending people. Do you think you show tact when it is that you are honest? I feel attacked. Do you think you show tact when it is you are honest? It's not about being tact. It's not about it's not about tact. It's like I'm being it's like I said, but it's being honest, but I'm not going out of my way to be disrespectful. It might I'm not saying I'm not saying that what I say might not offend people, but I'm not going out of my way to be offensive. I'm speaking the truth. You get what I'm trying to say? And it's not my business to, to have, it's not my business to worry about how you deal with the truth. You know what I'm trying to say? Interesting. How about you, Manuel? That last statement, mm. 
just as long as I'm honest, people shouldn't take the intent for me to offend. I think it depends. It depends on what your aim is. Because me, my thing is, like, um, I, I care about how productive it is. You know what I'm saying? So if, if I'm being honest and it's not going to produce anything that's productive from it, then, you know what I'm saying? So I, I think the approach is just as important as, as the honesty. You know what I'm saying? So do you believe that in this particular scenario, circumstance, where we are, um, I guess the topic or the theme is how do you critique rap, UK rap artists, mm -hmm. without offending? If you know full well that their response would be, if, they, if you're one degree of separation from them, I could buck you on road and I'll, I'll tap your throat. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> then, then I think that's something that both parties need to be need to be aware of, isn't it? Like if, if I'm the journalist and I'm doing my job and then you don't like what, you're, what um, I'm saying and, and you're looking to threaten me, and obviously when I see you, then we'll deal with it, it? But I can't then say to myself, oh, I'm, I'm going to stop being a journalist because of you. That doesn't make no sense. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So is there a, a, a tactful way to convey tr truthful thoughts and takes? Yeah, there is. There is. But I, I also believe that some people are just going to be offended regardless. Because okay. they just mm. think that, oh, you know what, my, my stuff is this. And who are you to tell me? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they say, if you can't do, you teach. Isn't it? <laughs> or, mm. or you talk about it. So, okay, yeah. obviously you can't do what I'm doing. So that's what you're just um, writing about me. Not necessarily. It's, it's a case of, look, I really love this particular art form. Mm. And I've heard your previous stuff. And it doesn't compare to what you brought out today. Mm. And I'm letting you know, and I'm letting the world know, because that's my job. Mm. Your job is to make good music. Make, yeah. good, make good music and I'll say it's good. And you got, you're, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a consumer of your music, so I'm allowed to have an opinion on 100%. it. 100%. And you can't tell me I can't have an opinion on it because I can't rap. Mm -hmm. like, exactly. <laughs> that doesn't yeah, make sense. Yeah. I could be I could be an expert on rap and mm -hmm. not be able to rap mm. a lick. You know what I'm trying yeah, to say? Like, 100%. You can't tell me my, I, can't, I can't have my opinion on it. I can understand why you think other opinions are weighted. Mm -hmm. So why you would respect someone else's opinion more if they've got history in music mm -hmm. or whatever, whatever. I can understand that. But you can't tell a man he can't have his opinion because he doesn't. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm trying to say? That no sense. So what would, let's say TMB was um, looking to drop a show, right? Once the network is fully... Um, operating, what what would need to be on the show in order to make sure that the constructive conversations on the show um, enables or empowers rappers to care more about what they're doing when they get into the booth, knowing full well they're going to be judged and measured honestly. Mm. Minus, I'm just trying to, you know, cuddle him and and not see anything offensive. What would it need to have? What would the panel need to look like? Characteristics of the the, the horse and whatnot. Well, if it's in England, for for the artist to respect it, it would have to be, it would have to be from professionals or people that are mm -hmm. respected in the industry. Yeah. Firstly, let's take that point. Mm -hmm. Let's say we had three hosts. Who would those three hosts be so that the artists respect them? Um, just go from someone with a history of music, someone like a Put your DJ. Put name forward and then two, name two others. <laughs> go on. <laughs> go on. I always say so. Like, yeah, I'm obviously, I'm a, yes. perfect, I'm a perfect candidate. Yes. Um, then like a DJ. Okay. I would say a DJ would be cool. Like um, Kenny Allstar, Charlie okay. Sloth, one okay. of these people... Because it'd be hard to argue with them. Mm 
you know what I'm trying to say? Would Charlie Sloth be honest in relation to us saying? I think most people would be honest about their opinions, isn't it? Okay, go on. Oh, you don't yeah, think? I'll, I'll come back. Okay, okay, cool. But I'm just saying something like that, someone of some a name like that, because it's hard for them to give pushback to, isn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then just for diversity, maybe like. Alice is definitely. So tell me something. You can't have a platform. You, you can't you know, have how a funny you are. <laughs> <Very>. <laughs> He's right, though. <laughs> you can't have a platform without um, a, 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 that is legit, that is respected, whether it is that they have to basically um, cook for a while to gain or garner that respect without having flipping artists on the panel. Really? So you, as a listener, you need to be an artist in order to basically be seen as, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they know what they're talking about. No. You can't be a rap historian. You can't be a... No, because the fans and the consumers will take it in. I thought you was asking what you're saying, what to appease the artists. The artists. No, 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 I'm not talking about appeasing them. Just for them to not feel necessarily... 100%. And then, and then for them to be like, when they go into the booth, they're knowing full well, all right, cool. This particular medium, I want to get a preferential like, you know, a review mm. from this medium because mm. this is the medium that... But shit, that happens with respects. listening party. Look when, when Jay Huss left for enough long. He come out, he tweeted, remember we start, he said, I need, I want listening party to review this. Yes. You get what I'm trying to say? So yes. that was a medium that he wanted, he, yes. he liked it enough and wanted people to... Yes. You get but me? you were the only person who was an artist on that particular um, panel, right? Ex-artist, tricky as well. You're an artist? Kind of. <laughs> I'll do that. Speak of chest. <laughs> I asked if he was an artist. I didn't know. I'm not, I'm not familiar with his music. Yeah, he used to rap still. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, go on. All right. So, <laughs> you're so wicked. So, <laughs> all right. So, um, if you are to appease them, you have to have artists within the same um, field. If it is that um, after a while, after cooking, there is enough uh, takes or opinions that are legit coming from a particular group, then you can basically not uh, have to have all artists on a particular panel. Yeah. Okay. All right. Basically. All right, thanks. Um, you, you wanted to say something about Charlie Sloth for some reason? Yeah, what I was going to say is because of what you said earlier, Mark, yeah, about how um, it's so small. Obviously, I don't know Charlie Sloth. Um, never met him in my life, right? But I feel like some of these people who are in these positions, they know everyone. Mm. And so, not that they want to maintain those relationships, but it's hard to kind of ne ne it is. necessarily say that's something. That's probably why. That's probably why listening party stopped because it was probably hard for Link Up TV to maintain their relationships with this all their it. artists. Does it get me? Yeah, and, and beyond, like, how how do you do that? You know what I'm saying? So it's it's, it's difficult, man, for them to really be honest about people's music and maintain okay. the relationships. And and so you're suggesting essentially you should have people outside of that particular industry. Excuse me. Yeah, but um, I think critiquing the music, commentating on the music, reviewing it. Not necessarily, not necessarily outside, but I think, like Mark was saying, I think there should be a combination because you've got people who are in there mm. that understand how, how music goes off in, mm. in, in clubs like DJs, for example, A&Rs, um, things of that nature, right? Mm. But then you've got people out there who actually care about the art form mm. and know the history of the art form mm. and can tell you about it mm. and have seen the transition yep. and that can actually break it down, talk yep. about it in a constructive so way. So mix and blend. Yeah, yeah, that has to be both. Otherwise, you're just going to get 
friends just talking about friends' music. Mm -hmm. And what does that do for anybody? Nothing, not a damn thing. Okay. All right, cool. Thanks. Noted. Right. Um, do we have anything for Love Island? Love Island. Yeah. <sighs> Can I say, yeah? So basically, yeah. <laughs> you, honestly, because it is a science situation. But firstly, Tyreek and Ella. someone's on the phone. Yeah, you oh, asked yeah. the phone time ago, didn't You're you? You're rude. No, I, I thought, thought they, they muted it. Oh, they're rude one. Morning. Morning. We can't hear you. Can you call back? Were they sitting there the whole time as yes, well? Yes, they were. I remember I remember hearing the phone ring. Horrible man. Ten minutes ago. Right, here, we go, here we go. Here we go. Hello, good morning. Yeah, can you hear me now? We can hear yes. you now. What's morning, your what's your name? What are your thoughts? Matthew, yeah. So quickly on the um, last topic. Yeah, I thought it was interesting you talked about the panels. I was thinking um, it might be also an age thing as well. Like and the, the age of the artist and mm. like the stage of the career. Because if you think back in the day, remember Getz had the who's on the panel situation. Mm. Now, if you think fast forward today, I don't think that he would like move like that today. So that means the whole different. Oh yeah, he flipped that because he never made the list, didn't it? Mm -hmm. yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. and that was and that was professionals. That was a whole professional panel, like MTV panel, whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. like, but now he wouldn't do that. Like, he's a grown man. He's like, you know, matured in his like artistry and stuff. Like, he's got no reason to to wild out like that. Mm. But if you're talking about like you know, like a J1 on the, what you call it, listening party and stuff like that. That's a whole different... Yeah, but they done that. Page, that you know? was, that was, that was, that was done bad, man. That was done poorly. It was a good episode. Course, it was funny. And that. But I was so, I told them, like, I was happy I weren't there because that was like, that's what I was talking about. Like, you could have done that without being so mm. disrespectful. Like, do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, mm. so I could understand why a man might flip out or feel away over that because that was not... You're not gonna get nothing constructive from that. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? No, that was that was hardcore. That was hardcore, and that that was definitely like an entertainment value that they were trying to do there in it. But even still, like think how tame the um, MTV thing was. I, I don't really remember it being that salacious, but like obviously he took it away in it. It was like, it was just the fact that he wasn't on the list. I don't think I mean, they said yeah, anything like egregious it, about him. He just wasn't there in it, and he just went no. Nah, literally, literally, that was enough to like send him over the edge. You know what I'm trying to say? So <laughs> I don't. I think if you're a young guy, it's and you know things are a bit like you don't really have confidence in yourself necessarily as well as to like where you are marker of things i think you're more likely to feel a way about like public sort of statements and lists and all this kind of stuff like that but like if you're certified and you've been your 10 years down the road like i just don't really think that you really would i don't think things are going to get under your skin so maybe like as our scene ages things will just be a bit more calm in general like about what people won't really care like about what this was said about them as artists. Maybe, but it's a young man's game, man. So mm -hmm. <laughs> it's always gonna be. Yeah, it's true still. What, what about, and another thing quickly on mm, you go on, sorry. I was just gonna say, what about when the reputation of these particular um, people, uh, this particular panel, for example, right, becomes the go-to, becomes the bible, right? Then people will start, will still um, start to care, because obviously your word being on that panel means everything. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So even if you are you have been in the industry for 10, 15 years, let them say that your project is rubbish, your streams are gonna go in the bin. Potentially. At least that's I what don't you know. Think. I think you know what I'm saying? I think that's a bit complicated because I think as also reputation is a bit especially as the scene matures and evolves, I think that's gonna get murky too. Like who can say what about what? Like, for example, in the States you have like um what's my guy? The flipping uh, uh, did you get left off Bad and Bougie? What was his name? 
the Don't interview? Take off. Me guys. No, no, no. The interviewer. What's his name? Oh, academics. Academics and Joe Budden, isn't it? Academics. Yeah, academics. Yeah. So. Academics has a whole range as far as like reputation. There's people that highly rate him and go to listen to every take that he has. Mm. And there's people that couldn't care less what he has to say. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So mm. I think for us as well, as we go down like and our team involved as well, it's just gonna like stratosphere like that as well. Like where we're gonna have, you know, certain group of people rate certain um takes or you know, personalities. Mm-hmm. Some people like I've never, I've never ever locked on to them to hear what they've got to say about anything. And do you know what I mean? Like, as an artist, you're just going to have to, like, find your way amongst that. Do you know what I mean? Oh, my God. What are you doing? What are you doing? Matthew, thank you. <laughs> Matthew, thank you very much for your, um, for your call. Yes. That was fantastic. Thanks, Matthew. Have a nice day, yeah. babes. Thank you very much, man. You yeah, too. Take care. Um, just muting it for a second. <sighs> All right, we're back. <clears throat> Sorry. Oh, Somebody right. just came into the studio. What was that headlines, yeah? We were talking yes. about Love Island, actually. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. All right, come on. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I, okay. I'm, oh, I'm so angry about Molly being there because I feel like she's ruined the boys' holiday. Mm. And when Tyreek asked her, you're going to tell Ella that I've been good, right? It just proved... It just showed that... It, it just showed that she's like the mum of the group and she's just there. Sammy is a dog... But not even like a cute dog. I don't feel like he's got the source for everything he's doing. Also, the way Tyreek is living vicariously through everybody here, but this guy is telling people to go and kiss people. Do you know how wild that is? And they're going to kiss them. Montel looked like he was going to cry when he was forced to go and kiss that girl. Then now he's got post post kiss kiss clarity. Well, well, well he, 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 pathetic. Montel, Montel's pathetic. Yeah, very pathetic. He's a fool, and I've, I'm not going to lie. I'm not. I'm not trying to disrespect anybody, but I could tell. I've been. I could see this from when he came into the villa because he's so he's, small. He's so young. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, like, you, shouldn't just, be, like, you shouldn't be here. He's just always never looked tall enough to... To... D- no. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, he acts his size. He said, I am not feeling... <laughs> he goes, oh, you feeling? She's all right. He goes, are you feeling? Like, yeah, but like not enough to lips her. I was like, fuck that, man. Lips Don't her, lips man. her, man. So, he's like, no, no, like, no, no, I'm not feeling her that, that, that much. He said, go and lips her, please. He's like, this man's stupid. How can I just be here he, snoozing? He he's like, too. go lips it, man. Hey, brother. This guy is moving mad. <laughs> he made, you see what it is, yeah? Do you know no, what it is? Yeah. He made my man, he made Sammy lips both the things. Sammy didn't want to do that. He wasn't going to do, do that. that he was like, are you crazy? Lips them both He's like, now. lips them both. He's like, fuck Jess. He's... Go and lips her now. And he's that like, one too And then he came out. back, he's like, I lips her. He's like, yeah, cool, now go lips that one now. And he was like, like what? Uh, what? Like, tonight? He's like, go and lips her. He's like, lips it now. And then he too got up, went to lips her. And he weren't joking. All man walking away, he's like, these man crazy, bro. These man just here snoozing, bro. He's like, that's what lips they lips them. Continue, man. <laughs> That's supposed to be lipsing. I'm saying, no, why is he Tariq is, like is the devil's PA. It's ridiculous. <laughs> he was killing me the way he was moving. And he's but playing he's, game. he can't do anything. So he's like living through them, but that's even more pathetic. You no, know, I ha- look, he's upset me. I had high hopes for him, yeah, but he's upset me. Yeah, and he's playing a game, yeah, and I hope it backfires on him, yeah. But I can see that Ella's still a little bit of an idiot. Ella is a fool. Do you know what I'm saying? And that do you know what I'm I mean hoping, by that? I'm hoping she brings Uzi back because Tyreek, shouldn't, Tyreek can't get away with this shit. Do you know what's mad? That? The thing is, yeah, this is why sometimes people deserve the heartbreak they suffer in it. Mm. Because with Ella, yeah, when, from day one, she has been upset her face was in push-up like i didn't even know what her teeth looked like because she's been smiling non-stop with uzi just off the fact that tyreek never gave you peace of mind you were constantly chasing this boy to give you attention every girl that came in the villa he let you know that he wants to get to know them 
But Uzi came in, saw you and was like, I'm all about you. You've been smiling from ear to ear. She even laid on his chest. Do you, do you know what peace of mind it takes to lay on a guy's chest? But you're still here and I'm like, I know you're going to walk back in that house empty handed. You're going to walk back in that in that house without Uzi. And it's just dumb, man. Tyreek's Ty Ty playing a game in it, yeah? And fair play to him, yeah? He's made he's, he's made his decision. You get me? He's got a game plan. I respect it, yeah? Mm. So I don't even think he's going to like... I don't even think he's going to like... I want him to... I, I don't think he's going to deviate from it. I want him to chop Brett for so bad. Like, I want... I would give anything for Ella to come back with Uzi. And the thing is that because... So basically, yeah, Tyreek, he acts where he acts, but he's an insecure little boy, right? First of all, Uzi's taller than him, yeah? Uzi's got more swag than him. Uzi's better looking than him. So I know that as soon as Uzi steps in, yeah, he's going to feel threatened. Uzi's Ella got and bobby Uzi look his... buff together. Ella's got... Uzi's got bobby pins on his dreads, though. Forget that. They look... <laughs> Someone said, he's, I think it's because he's bald in the front, but whatever. Does so, he have charisma? Does he have Tyreek's charisma? No, what's Tyreek's charisma though? Whatever he doesn't have. No, because you know what? It's Uzi, Uzi has the temperament of Ovi. He's oh, calm, he's chilled. She's, she's not interested in that. He's chilled. <laughs> and that's what's silly, man. That's what's so silly. That's what's so annoying. Because this guy literally, like, he's actually good vibes. They're, they're, not, thinking, they're not thinking bigger picture in it. So I think Tyreek will do it with Ella for the rest of the show, yeah? He's going to cheat they, on her as soon as they step out. Once they when step, they step out, out, yeah. Tyreek, yeah, is not... He's not... He does, he does not he's have... He's a kid in a He does not have the ability, yeah, to, to stop or control the onslaught he that's going to happen when he comes out of this house. He doesn't. You know what I'm trying to he say? Like, he, he, doesn't, he has to be the most sexually indisciplined man on this yeah, planet. He doesn't have the ability to, to stop that. Like, when that guy comes out, yeah, are you different? Like, when he comes out and he sees his DMs, Gosh, Ella. And I'm hearing the use of Sauvage anyway from beforehand. He does his thing. He's got 100 plus bodies. You know how young he is. <laughs> no, you get what I'm trying he's to say. He's been having that. sex he's... straight from the womb. <laughs> yeah. Straight out the womb, he was in pussy. Yeah, he's outside and the gathering outside. So once he's once he touches street the streets as, as a popular youth, it's done. When they're going and getting them it's bread done. and doing their walkthroughs around the clubs and all that. It's done. It's done. That poor girl. It's done. Finished. It's, and she, and that's, she ain't got a hope she, in the world. None. This ain't me being negative or nothing like that. No, it's, um, it's, the rea it's we're being realistic. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, I'm just telling like, you the truth. Her, and that's what's wild. Come like, how do you like you are in a house here with like ten people? Mm -hmm. There's five other women. If as one goes, one comes in, he gets to know each one that comes in. And you think when you guys get in the big world, mm. he's going to be like, I'm all by Ella. And he told you he misses the game. He misses the game in a house with five other women he's not interested in. And he misses the game. That man's a psychopath. Oh. I need him to come on my pod. <laughs> Damn. No, get him on, please. <laughs> I said someone messaged me. He said, oh, I'm his brother. I can pattern it. Let me, I didn't even reply to them. Shit. Let me see if I can pattern it for when he comes on. Get I him need to on. Talk to this man. He's a psycho. He's a menace The way he society. was sitting there and just dictating the play yesterday, yeah, was crazy. Nah, but he I, said I, I lips, sir. I saw it. I was like, oh, so, because this whole time, oh, you just came here. You came here for movie night, basically. He's giving them all the movie night content. No, he wants to be They're a just, star do you know, on movie said, night. Do you know what someone said? Someone said they just need to show the episode. Don't even show... They don't want to make them choose. Don't do that. Just show all the scenes with Tariq. Tariq said, fuck Jess. Yeah, he said, fuck Jess. Like, he was like, just didn't bring her up. Like, what are you doing? And then when Montel was going back and forth, about, he don't know what, he's like, he's like, beg your lips, sir, please. He said, please. He said, please. Well, Montel, Montel's an idiot. Montel's talking about... Yeah, Montel's an egg, man. Oh, I don't like her enough to lips her. Then he lips her. Then he's talking about, oh, yeah, I lips her, but... Do you know what he used to get post-lips really clarity that? He's saying like, no, it's a Leah thing, he misses Leah and all that, yeah. 
Then he's got her in the night in the bed. Then and they're falling cut. around in the bed. Yeah, looking they like are doing... hand jobs and things. Okay, exactly. Yeah. Then he's waking you know up in the morning. Then he's waking up in the morning. He's, he's like, like, "Yeah, but I'm not gonna lie. After my kiss, that can be crazy. Let me know. I miss Leah." Do you call that he didn't tell the boys? I'm like, you didn't tell. Like, you didn't tell the boys. You don't know what's going on. But did you see when he was talking to Tink again? Yeah, and Tink is too buff for all of this. That's pissing me off anyway. But you see when he's talking to Tink, he tried try to leave out their nighttime activities. Mm. She said, "Yeah, and in bed, and in bed." And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, and in bed, and in bed." I was thinking, nah. But then he said to her, "I feel like I got more. I click. I got more." In common with you or more, I click better with you or something like that. We get along. He said something yeah, like this. Yeah, but you know how this boy's been moving there. But the way Tink's moving is that like, he likes her, but he's just worried about Leah. Leah. So obviously off camera, they must be having different conversations. Mm. But when they were sitting there and talking, I still weren't sure. I think he knows about Leah's boyfriend that passed away. Do you reckon? Since she told me that, she's like a widow now. Like now she's excited to me every time. She's like, oh, that's sad. I feel so bad for her. I feel like that's why he feels bad for her. Because Leah's actually a sweet girl. And I think the whole... Remember the whole thing about when she called Sammy up for calling her a test? Mm. She's literally been used as a test the whole time. So I feel like he's the most stable thing she's had. And if he knows about her boyfriend passing away, I feel like he feels bad. Whose bill is that? Mine. Go on somewhere. Let me pick it loud. Drain attention to it. <laughs> no, no so my... I couldn't ignore it. Because I was like... In my mind, I could hear it. I was saying, is that through the I'm saying, what's going on? Yeah. Um, but yes, I feel like he feels bad for Leah. I don't think, I do think the way he is though, you know, all shy, meek and whatever else, all little boyish, he suits Leah. Like they're very compatible in that. Do you know what I mean? They're both quiet and mm. slow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you get know I me? Mean? So they suit each other. I don't think he can handle Tink. I feel like anyway with Tink, when she comes out the house, sorry, but Montel's not it. None no. of those boys are it, it for her. Yeah. She needs that. She's too buff for any of those boys, respectfully. And she's she's like she's saucy. Like she's a proper girl. She's a baddie. Who? Tink. Let me see who Tink is. is she, she Chinese? No, Brent. Sorry. There's a rapper named Tink, and she's black. Stop it. But I um, mean, yeah, so anyways, as well, Catherine. Catherine's going for it, isn't it. Catherine is moving how I I wanted her to move. Outside of the Michelle Obama suit she's been wearing. She lips is strong as well, isn't it? She's like a strong lips. It's so aggressive. Lipses. I hate the way she lips is. It's a I strong hate, lips. I, I feel like she gives them whiplash. With every lips comes a risk of a broken neck. Yeah, I hate the way she lips is. That's the Irish in her, man. She lips she is, is Caucasian. This is Tink? Yeah. She's really a, pretty. That's not a good okay. screen. That's not a good screen shot of her, though, yes, is it? Not. I think it is compared to other women in there. Are you kidding, are you kidding me? I She's the buffest like one in there. Screen grabs of people's faces are moving anyway, so you can't you can't judge her off that. She's but. the buffest one in there. Based is, off that, you don't Mags? think that she's all that. Look at the other girls. Is she the buffest in there, Mugs? What well, out of the other girls that's come in? Um, yes. Yeah, she probably is the best one out of, out, really? out of the new girls, isn't it? There's not. There's must you be slim pickings then. What? Well, show the other girls. What? The girls ain't crazy in there. Wait a minute. I mean, we forgot the black girls in Emmanuel, there, Danielle. Can mm. you can you wait in on this, please? Almost. Yeah. Would you want to see the other girls to compare it or something? Please get them. I don't think I need to. So, but what, so what are you gauging it off then? Just, just vibe, bro. <laughs> <laughs> You're so nice. Vibe. She ain't saying she's the craziest in the world. She's saying she's the craziest compared in to the Jones. That's there. You were going on earlier in the week. You were saying how, oh, well, maybe next week. I mean, uh, previous week. You were saying how wavy the tree black girls were. No, but that was they're not. They're the main villain girls. Is she black? Is she black? No, those are the no, main. Like she's Asian. These are, she's a Casamore girl. Yeah, she looks Asian so, to me. Wait a minute. 
leave the Chinese thing. You know, Brent's disdain yeah, for Asia already. That's so why annoying. Brent's got a lot of disdain for Asia. We've established this on the <laughs> That's show. That's fake news. Allegedly. 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 This is what it is, yeah. So at the moment, Catherine, um, what's it called? Catherine and Whitney. Yeah. They're now in Casa Movida. I'm talking about the girls that came in for Casa Amor. They've separated oh. now. So out of the new girls that came for Casa Amor, she is the baddest one. My fault. I thought you said that no, she not was in the general. Best in, in, in the villa now. Yeah. No, okay, no, 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 no. I meant okay. in like Casa Amor editions right, now. Cool, cool. She's the best one that they brought in. The and boys she's decent to be to fair. About. You know what it is? Yeah, people look different. Pictures. People look different yeah. from pictures to yeah. TV. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. The, the way it changes your look is, is, is mental. It's mental. You know what I'm trying to say? Like everybody looks different. So sometimes you might see someone in video and then they look better picture yeah. like even like Catherine and that I'm not gonna lie yeah. I went on the Instagram and it's I'm not rating it the same way you are in motion yeah, yeah. I'm not rating it the same way I rate it in motion I ain't gonna lie to you yeah like off the Instagram I was like oh all right but yeah. on TV yeah I'm like no nah, you're cold even Whitney when Whitney when Whitney's coming I was like okay but when I see her like mm. in action it makes sense mm. even Catherine do you know how beautiful Catherine is without makeup when she wakes up fresh in the morning mm. beautiful girl yeah, so it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to judge yeah. her, but she's that that ting ting. She's not bad. She's she's she decent. She's nice. She's she got nice is, eyes yeah. and ting. I just don't know why Sam. Why, um, I just don't know why Montel was her story. I don't know. <laughs> These girls are grafting. They want a passport. They're trying but to get into the yard. Is, They're it's trying to get their stay. These girls are trying it. to get their stay. That's but what I feel understand. like. Though, if if Molly didn't come back, that would have been Zach. That girl with Mitch is trying to get her stay. Hundred percent. Like she's hundred percent. She's she's saying I'm coming to this yard. And you know what's mad? Mitch is aware. And Mitch is riding he's, that, riding he's, it. He's here for it. Mitch is here for it. Because Mitch said, I've had a hard time. <laughs> None of the girls have liked to black me back. Um, this one that I know you're using for passport, keep going, baby. I'll give you that green card. Keep going. Let's do it. I'm I'm just, I'm just finally happy for Mitch. Finally. But all the lips yesterday were so icky. But that light skin thing, she, the, the more I was watching the show, the better she was getting as well. Who's that? Was her name Abby? Oh. The one that was, that, that light, Sammy, the one that Sammy lips. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, the one I just said, hello. A little bit, yeah. No, her name is, um, starts with a G. G no, it's not Abby. Gabby? Gabby, that's it. Oh, Abby, what are you that way off there? Same thing, I was nearly there. Yeah, Gabby. Even her, I'm like, why is Sammy your story? Even her, I'm looking at her and I'm thinking, because I'm saying, if Sammy don't pick her, he's racist. That's just how I'm moving. Because yeah, he don't seem like, you shouldn't have this, you shouldn't be able to withstand this onslaught. I mean, that like, other if she girl, yeah. sticks it on him, yeah, he shouldn't, if he can say, if he can thing that it's got to be because there's racism in your heart do you know what's mad because though? how are you going to leave it on the table if she's sticking it on you like that she's clean do you know what's mad though is that I don't like Casamo like if I ever went on love I wouldn't want to come in like in the Casamo part because you know what is it with the boys starving. the boys have to like beg and grovel to the girls and that's icky in itself that will give me the ick if I was one of the main villa girls but the girls as well yeah like they have to grovel to the boys because basically yeah Sammy kissed the first girl that young unique student kissed her and she said to him yeah you better not be going to kiss somebody. He said, no, I haven't yet. He's brazen enough to say yet. She's like, no, you better not kiss, kiss her. He, he just giggled because he knew what he was going to do. <laughs> then Tyreek, devil on his shoulder, telling him, go and kiss the other girl. Yeah, he kissed the other girl. Then he told the other girl, yeah, I just kissed the other girl. Mm. And she was like, what, like, just before me? He's like, yeah. He's like, this is how I get clarity. <laughs> but it's the thing where like, she was fuming, but she can't be, she can't be too mad because she needs to get into the house. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. I said, like, this is such a pathetic situation for everybody for the Casa More guys because she was like oh you've mugged me off and he's like no I haven't and he's all laughing with his stupid hyena teeth yeah. and she's like yeah you have and he's like 
no, I haven't. And she's like, yeah, but you just kissed somebody else just before. Like, you've just given me her, her saliva. No, it was the exact same spot. Like. In the exact, he didn't even, he wasn't trying to be crazy with it. In the exact same spot. And the girl was, and when the first, when he kissed the first girl, yeah, she went over there and said, oh, he just kissed me. <laughs> she and now she's crying. She should have knew that was going to happen though. From when he said not yet. And that she, yeah, she's an egg. He said she, not yet. And I said, what has it shown you to make you think that you can command, so you can like you can tell him what to not do. Well, you know what? To be fair to him, if this is his star, if this is the this is the person he wants to go with. He's it's saying like, I'm trying to, I want to, I'm going to lips both of you and see. This but is it. Mad though, he's a liar because he's always going back to Jess. He's not going back with any of those girls. And this is the, and I feel like this is the issue now with Casamor because they all just move mad, knowing that they're not going back with those girls. But apparently though, because I think tonight's when we see what happens. Because um, the Sun, they've been doing like, exclusive spoilers and whatever. Apparently, this is like the biggest dumping ever. Yeah, apparently. So, because I think, I think, do you know, I think they should do. I think to regain, to redeem themselves from the whole money coming back thing. I think what they should do is, yeah, if someone comes, say for example, Catherine comes with Ilum, that's the Ilum, whatever his name is, the Ghanaian PT. That means Scott is dumped. So if you come in with somebody, your old person is dumped. So if um, Ella comes in with um, Thingy, Uzi. Tariq is dumped. I feel like that would be the that biggest be yeah. thing ever. That would be so sick. But apparently the dumping, the way they did it this year is mad. So I'm hoping that it does live up to that because they filmed it yesterday. So we're like two days behind. So apparently people, some people are already back in the UK. And they're saying that Where six people got dumped or something. Huh? They're saying six people got dumped or something. Six people got dumped. So I, d I don't think it's, an, it's not going to be the Casa More guys because that's not a dumping. They just left. You weren't picked. It's I think it's actual dumpings of and people from the people from the original um original people. Well, I was watching it and I'm saying, boy, they need a few more days because they're all playing. They're all still playing the game. Like, they think it's rushed. Yeah, they're not doing the Castro and more thing. They're all still they're all still aware yeah. of what's going on in it. So they needed a few more days to to like like feel the the new people more so they can make dumb yeah. decisions. You get me? Because ideally, I would have thought Casamor would the recoupling would happen on Friday. Then Sunday we see the aftermath. Do you get what I mean? Mm. But if it's happening tonight, that's but very. But are quick. they? It's Wednesday. Yeah, but are they doing it like? Because obviously they've changed the show. They've done it different ways this time. Yeah. Are they bringing them back into the house, or are they having a recoupling and keeping them separate? Nothing that. Because you know, remember, you're not, you're, you can only pick to if you want to recouple with a Casa more person. No, that's what they told them in the text. Actually, they said you got to decide if you're going to recouple with your Casa more person. Or stay with the person that you were originally with. But what I'm trying to say is you can make that decision without them seeing each other. No, no, they have to see each other. How are we going to get tea? And then they just stay in Castle and More and just say that the person's dumped. So you like, say, so say like, say Mark, like. that'll be great TV. Say like Catherine says, oh, I'm going to pick Ellen. And Scott says, I don't want a thing. And, and then, then they, Scott and then, gets a text. And then they just get a text. Scott's been dumped from the island. <laughs> that will be so juicy. That's what needs to happen, actually. Like the rapture. That would be so sick. That would be so sick. But I want to see the pain in Tariq's eyes, though. That's the thing. Yeah, see, I've gone. I've done a proper U-turn. I used to always want to feast on Ella's tears. And now, now who I want knew? to feast on... Who um, knew? Tariq's embarrassment. Tariq's embarrassment. He needs to... Because you know what? Do you know he can't get away from this. He can't just... Can't, I don't want to just come through smooth just without a scratch on him. Like. I need man. there to be some kind of... I think the producer needs to actually tell Ella... Pick, Pick Uzi. Because you know what's mad here? Like, do you know what it is to encourage other men to cheat? And the whole time you're the one being cheated on the worst. She's been lipsing this boy up, laying on his chest. 
That would be amazing. And this is what happens when you don't reassure people in relationships. If she walked back, assume. if she walked back into that villa with Uzi, there and Tyree oh. standing there by himself, that's TV. That would be the best gold. thing ever. That would be the best. I know Mitch is rolling on the floor because you know Mitch even said that he was like, "I can swear my life, she's coming back in here single." Mm. Oh, you shouldn't do that. You might not want to say that. And I love the way the producers keep cutting. Whenever someone says, "Oh no, they're definitely waiting for you," then they go and show the girl lips to the guy. Oh, it's the best thing ever. Great TV. I know Catherine, I'm, I'm, I don't like the Catherine, what, how Catherine's moving there, I can't lie to you. I wanted her to be with Scott. Oh, is it? Ellen's playing a bad game and he's going and she's going to chop breakfast there. I feel like she's very naive, very, very young. But I think there's a cultural difference from, I was going to say Dubai, where's she from? Dublin. Ireland, yeah. And London. Do you think Ellen's running the game on her? The, bad, the worst game. That guy, anyone got, none of the guys have a game anyway, they have no game. But he is, like, he's very aware of Casamore. And he came in knowing exactly who to go for. And also as well, they watch the show before they go in. Mm. So they know people's tea. So they know how to play, how to plan and strategize. Elam is playing the... Elam don't like her like that. He doesn't. He's too hard, too fast, too, too much. Making her coffee, making her breakfast. I just met you yesterday. You don't know why I like my breakfast. Nah, she's pissed then. What it's about, all a mess. Um, Whitney's got at Medi 2.0. Back in the Middle Eastern bag. Welcome. Welcome. I like the fact that her um her range is she's got a range. I like that for her. Spicy white. Yeah. I mean, he ain't got that much spice to him. Like paprika. Who my but that Lockham guy? Yeah. Ain't that the definition of he must be the definition of spicy he's white. Is that, what's his name? He's not Lockham. Lockham. Or something like this. L O C H A M. That's a Mediterranean that. man. Ain't that the whole thing? Ain't not not one spice by him. Ain't, huh? Are you talking about, okay, this is what it is, yeah. Where he's from, we'll classify as spicy. But how he looks. Uh, no, I wasn't speaking to his looks or anything. I mean, that's, I'll leave that to y'all. I was just saying. <laughs> he's got most spice as time. <laughs> that's the most spice. That man has no one lick a spice to that man, to that boy. How do you spell it again? Um, look, look. Can, can you just just type in Casa More Boys twenty twenty three? And just put a lockum and it was L O K U M or something. But it, yeah. it put the right spelling up. So you ain't got no spice in. That's not, that's not even the spice was I would date. No. Nah. The things were feeling him though. They were when he first walked in and, and then when they yeah. had that conversation. Oh, a lot of the things was like, boys, oh yeah, lockum, lockum. Do you know what I think the boys doesn't have haircuts that suit them. This All the haircuts bring them brings them down on the scale. A, I know I'm in opposition to telling anybody about their trim, but there's a light skin <laughs> yeah, in Casa Amor, yeah. And if he just fixed his trim, he'll look like a normal brother. You know the square head? You, of course. And he's got the top of it and it's boxed <laughs> off. I don't understand no, but, okay, no, why no, 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 he's no. got this trim, you know bro. It's one thing to have a high top, but it's like, it's... Straight, in it? But this one goes out. a Hey Arnold type of situation. That trim is brazy. And it's I'm, so I'm looking at this dog, yeah? It's Jerry Curl. <laughs> it's a Jerry Curl. What's his name? I don't even know. Brent, his... Have you found it, Brent? Yeah. Because if, if you bring all the guys up. Benjamin. It could be yeah, Benjamin. Yeah, ben. show us Benjamin. It is. His trim, I was, uh, listen. It's offensive. I'm looking at him and I'm saying, brother. <laughs> it's offensive. If you had a normal trim, you'd look like a normal you, you know? You might make it back to the main villa. <laughs> Why is it coming to the side? Like it's like a space space hat. You know what it is as well. You need to see it in motion, man. This ain't <laughs> that is the worst. This ain't doing it no thing. justice. This ain't doing I it no justice. He his hair product is Escal. 
100% because it glistens. This ain't doing his trim no justice. You need to see it in in In, in, in motion, life. it's in the motion. worst thing. Because he needs a one level ASAP. If he gets a one level, he might be black. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm telling you. Where's Lockham, Brent? You didn't find Lockham? Yeah, Lockham. Lockham, yeah. sorry. Yeah. And you're saying that this... Ain't that the definition of spicy white? You see he's a spicy white. Yeah, yeah, spicy. But he's... He looks as really... He's a spicy Ain't that, ain't that just the Mediterranean? Ain't that, ain't, ain't that what you thought it was, though, Brent? I think this picture... What kind of... Hair. He look, no, but he looks mixed maybe there. hair. Yeah, he's spicy white in that. <laughs> or hair. He's black adjacent in that one. He, he's he giving Turkish. Mediterranean or something. Yeah. You see that other one he's doing of the photo, the selfie? But not hair. It's not spicy. Definitely. Definite. Definite. That, that one there, though. It's not spicy right there. Do you know what I just remembered? Someone said, you know, when Medi was disrespecting um, Whitney? Mm. <laughs> it's so rude. Because someone was like, in the outside world, yeah. Medi will be changing. Um, Whitney's cold in a shisha. <laughs> wow. 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 Do you know how rude that is? Oh, man. Yeah, but none, none of the boys are giving. Not one. People are being horrible to Elam, though. Or Elam. And I think some of you are... The people, the black people that are saying he's ugly, you're, you're anti-black and you need to look, at, look within yourself. But that boy is not ugly. There's a oh, lot of things... Get, oh, is that ugly. what they're saying about him? Yeah, obviously people said he looks like Jeffrey from Fresh oh, Prince. He does. Fresh Prince, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said Jeffrey's long, long lost son. He does, one hundred percent. But there's people saying that he's actually ugly, and I think that's really horrible. That's a very, very horrible anti-black thing to say. And it's like black people saying, black women saying that. I'm like, nah. Someone said he's got your features, and I looked at a picture. <laughs> Could be a younger sister. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, and I feel like he's got Botox in his eyebrows as well. He looks very surprised. Like a gasp. Yeah, no, nothing spicy about that. Yeah, really. it's so Some people just don't like black features. They're just not attracted to That's horrible. You're black, black too, features. though. You've got black features. Mm-hmm. But like, they're black and they've got black features. That's yeah. wild to me. It's like they don't... They don't um, yeah, they just don't like... They just don't like their own people. You know what I'm trying That's to say? Because then I've... I've, I've heard people make like make comments about people's I don't know like noses and things like, and, you, you know like but you I'm got like the same features yeah no but I, in my mind I'm saying oh so that's you're not like cause that is like that's hate no I'm yeah. saying but this is a feature like across the board they're gonna come yeah. in all different yeah. shapes yeah. and sizes and stuff like yeah. that but like you sh- if you're gonna deal with that demographic you should know that this is this is what happens this is yeah. what happens this is the kind of look so I'm saying if once you if you write it off totally it's like oh so you just don't even like your own mm-hmm. you're just not yeah. even a you can't even a, you get what I'm trying to say I think that's yeah. very scary you know yeah. it is that's very very scary those are very very scary thoughts what can Yikes. you do man anyways mm. so um, hey we've got to stop it yeah, but hopefully we'll see some entertain, entertainment tonight and yeah. I hope they really did dump the proper way you know also if Molly leaves by the way if she gets voted out whatever Zach has to leave with her now he can't not leave with her don't like the way Zach's moving. Zach oh, is but sad. She, 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 um... Zach is sad. Justice for Zach. Yeah, because he tried to kiss her and she she died to do the the the, the KD thing, innit? Some who was it that someone tried to kiss and said you're doing a Zach? Who was it? The girls have just been dodging kisses. Didn't that Uchi guy try to kiss Ella and That's... then she like yes. No, no, no. yes yes no no no. Yes. He, he tried to do that after he, he accepted a compliment. Yes. And then he was like, oh, I read that wrong or something like that. No Ick. game. Did my name go no game? None of them have game. 
None mm. of them have game. Because even the way they're all leaning for, like, first of all, grab my neck so violently. Gosh. But because they have no game yet, like, there's a way to, to lips for the first time. It's meant to be so exciting. You know what I mean? They need to do an over 30s love island, man. <laughs> Just so I can see some seasoned, some seasoned, some seasoned game, pros man. in there. Like, do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, these some professional. Like, all these people say is, oh, you look beautiful. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> man. It's pathetic. Do you see how quickly Monsell go up after he kissed her? They kissed her. The kiss didn't even land. He goes, all right, let's go downstairs. I said, oh, dear. No, Montel's actually moving pathetic, though. He's, like, like, they literally run back to tell Tariq, oh, I did it, I did it. I kissed her. Yikes. Hate to see it, man. Anyways, hopefully there's good tea tomorrow or today. We'll let you guys know. But um, let's get into our headlines. (laughs) It depends what we're talking about. Topic of the day. Why did we do that then? I personally think we've done topic of the day. (laughs) I can see it. Do you know what I mean? Let me check what it says anyway. Alright, so <laughs> you read who wrote it. Actively look at the sabotage. Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so our first headline King Charles III will be presented with Scotland's crown jewels in Edinburgh later in the ceremony to mark his coronation. He's going to be receiving the crown and the scepter, which form part of the honours of Scotland. The National Thanksgiving Service at St. Giles Cathedral will also feature a new sword named after the late Queen Elizabeth. It echoes an event held in 1953 to celebrate her accession to the throne. Before the service, the crown jewels will be brought from Edinburgh Castle to St. Giles in a procession down um, the Royal Mile, involving about 100 people from various uh, various aspects of Scottish life. Um, they will be followed by more than 700 members of the Royal Navy, the British Army and Royal Air Forces. And the second headline, trigger warning here, <clears throat> And staff have come out to say that there's a predatory uh, culture that still exists around the House of Commons with inappropriate flirting and sexual misconduct still prevalent. Six members of staff speaking to BBC Newsnight said that um, abuses of power by male MPs and senior staffers remained common and a new complaints process was too slow. One woman said that she was asked to sit on a male MP's knee and she was bombarded with text messages by another person. A House of Commons spokesperson said it took complaints extremely extremely seriously. And the spokesman said that bullying, harassment and sexual misconduct had no place in Parliament, adding that we remain committed to ensuring that lasting cultural change can be achieved here. It comes after damning allegations have been made about the behaviour of MPs in recent months, with several MPs suspended. The parliamentary staff we spoke to, well, <clears throat> this has come from the BBC, said they spoke to, um, said that despite a new complaints scheme, Little has changed. All the allegations that um, that they made relate to the last two years. And that's it for the headlines. Let's see. <coughs> Doable. Let's get into the topic of the day. <laughs> All right, people. So today's topic of the day, right? So this is going to be um, like a part two to what you guys discussed on Monday. So does black culture promote degeneracy? But the part two is, do we have a choice? In promoting right? generosity? Yes. Do we have a choice? Because obviously a lot of people will say, yes, we 100% do, this and the third. There's ways you can talk about um, our experiences. Um, are we documenting certain things as opposed to promoting it? And you've got the other side that says, actually, but um, 
we can actually choose what we talk about and we're actively choosing to stay talking about this, stay um, perpetrating certain stigmas and um, stereotypes about ourselves. So the question is, and um, this actually, this part two came from Shayla as well, yeah, it's a big up Shayla. She pretty much um, was asking, why is it that white people gravitate to to the whole idea about black gangs, for example? So on a, in America, for example, talking about um, Crips and Bloods, talking about, I guess, LA gang culture, all that, all the type of gang culture stuff that's put in the music, right? Chicago and that. Why is it that white people gravitate to all of those things? And is that the main thing that's kind of making the industry continue to make us, kind of force us to kind of perpetrate this same subject matter? And then I guess promote, you know, degeneracy in our, in our culture, in our life. <laughs> the sabotage is afoot. <laughs> All right, I can't wait. We let's go. Let's do this. <laughs> no, man, ask me a question again. <laughs> All right. So, do you feel like white people gravitate into the black um, gang culture? Yeah. <laughs> Kind of is um, kind of plays a big part in us promoting the same things that we talk about in in music, and um, yeah, pretty much. Um, mm. what I don't know, like just anybody, like the fact that it's popularized, mm-hmm. yeah. and the fact that people like it, and 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 the culture so popular, and people want to emulate it, and that mm-hmm. it's a means of being successful if you're going to do something in it. So if you're young black kid and you got them 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 means at your disposal if you can rap you could do whatever mm-hmm. make these shows or whatever and you know that there's a market out there for it it's going to be seemed as something to be cool and popular people are going to buy into it you can earn money change your life of course you're going to lean into those things mm-hmm. you get me yeah i feel like white people enable it because when you think okay. about like say the music <laughs> that's music that sells and stuff and those are the people that will be kind of quick to get record labels and get deals and stuff like that. So that's their form, that's their way of promoting the same thing. Like mm-hmm. there's jamming that kind mm-hmm. of music. Yeah, and I, and I think, Miles, you mentioned it before, I think on Monday about how um, there's certain rec- um, radio stations or record labels that were like, no, nah, unless um, artists are making a certain type of music, they're not going to allow it to be played or something like that. Well, it was just um, speaking to what that guy said, he was saying like, there's just certain there's just certain things, there's certain rhetoric. They're not playing on no mainstream yeah, radio. Yeah, Do you yeah. know what I'm trying to say that? There's certain there's certain rhetoric. They're not gonna let they're not gonna pump over the airways. Do you know what I'm mm-hmm. trying to say that? But when it's talked about the destruction of black men and black communities, mm-hmm. it's it could be endorsed. Mm-hmm. Be ring could be like song of the hot ninety seven, song of the hour. <laughs> you get what I'm trying to say? Yep. yep. So that's what it, that's what it's about, really. Okay, cool. Well, th- this is pretty much what I, I think. Anyway, this is what Shayla was trying to say. That um, kind of what you were saying, um, Esther. <clears throat> but I was just thinking to myself, okay, is this a white person thing, or is this a is this a, um, a every other race against black thing, or is this just a human thing? Because look at the whole Italian mob, La Cosa Nostra stuff, right? Mm. Everyone was interested in that. Everyone's mm-hmm. still, you know, what I'm saying, you see a documentary on that, you watch it. You know, what I'm saying, like we all know the the, the main players. You know, what I'm saying. Yeah, if there was Italian rappers that could rap as good as us, right? Would w- wouldn't they just sell records as well? Probably. 
So it's not, is it, is it really a systemic thing to kind of attack black people? Or is it a systemic thing to it's attack not, whoever it's a hum, that? It's a human thing, yeah, but there's something said toward, to black people that love the badness, if that makes sense. Okay. Everybody's involved in the badness, like, if that makes sense. And people love it, you get mm -hmm. me? It's not just a mob. Like, like you said, the mob, people are fascinated with the mob. Mm -hmm. You get me? Now you got the Mexicans, narcos, and all these people, and you know what I'm trying to say? Like Pablo Escobar and Resident Evil. There's people from all different demographics that do the gang thing, and then we and we highlight it, and we, mm -hmm. you get what I'm trying to say? But it's like what you're saying. If there was some use that was really from the mob, proper Gambino family, and we knew they was the truth, and then they was rapping, and they actually had skills, and they was cold. I don't think no one's endorsing them more than black people. Mm. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? That like, mm -hmm. black people will be the ones to champion them probably more than than anybody in the world. So that is a black problem because I don't know why man love the the, the fuckeries mm. so much. Because mm. it's not even. I can't even say it's like an escape. Because if people are rapping about what it is that they've been through, it's not a form of escape to do that because you're rapping about your reality. Do you know what I mean you're not escaping from it? Mm. I don't know. It's interesting. I don't know what it is. Why we, we do love it, you know. We do love it. Again, mm. like, I think... Maybe it's human fascination. Like I said, I think all that stuff, I think it's a human issue. I don't think that's a... Um, yeah. I don't think it's a black thing or a white thing. And even the people that's perpetuating it or buying into it or whatever, yeah. that's all the races. Like, everybody's doing it. Doing it, yeah. <clears throat> But, I don't know if it's fair or not, but I feel like we might glorify it. Yeah, we do. More. Okay. That's, that's, yeah, I don't know if that's fair. Is, is it only because maybe there's more of a light on us and we're the only ones who kind of do it and we're the only ones with the skill to do it? No, nah, because do you know what it is? I feel like, Ovi was talking about when he went on three shots the other day and he was talking about like how, like in the black community, we're probably big on like respect. Like one of the things that you're taught is like disrespect is the worst thing someone can, can do to you. Mm. And I feel like that is part of why we glorify violence and stuff like that because there's there's like street cred that comes from it. there's a there's a sign of there's some kind of status that comes with you're not someone to mess with or like yeah. you're you're tough you're you're hard do you get what I mean so yeah all, I feel like all of that just keeps it in that I don't feel like I don't think there's any other race that probably glorifies mm. things like that as much as we do as we do <clears throat> and I think that other races recognize that and they they use it to their advantage. Like the labels and stuff, really and truly. Because, look at there was, wasn't there a time where like, a lot of jewel rappers were being signed and, do you know what I mean? Like, they play into it. Because mm -hmm. again, for them, it's like, you guys like this so much, that's cool. We'll just use it, we'll just market. Like you're kind of like, we're kind of like a marketing, marketing tools. Even like when you think about like the kind of films as well, mm -hmm. that do well. Like now is when people are, producers and whatever are trying to be, intention about you know black love films let's go and w go to the cinema and watch it but they're not selling the way like if uh what's the com straight out Com compton would or like I mean, like mm -hmm. stuff like it's just yeah i think it's just that i think there is i think at the basis of it is human interests mm -hmm. but then it just has developed okay much further all right good morning hi guys good morning good morning what are you doing what, what, what <laughs> Oh, morning, Emily. This is Emily. Oh, morning, right. Esther. How are you, Emily? I'm good. How are you? Good, good, good. Thank, thank you. you. Goody, goody. A very interesting topic, although it seems in the comments not everybody's happy with it. 
That's good for a change. Thank God. <laughs> no, she said not everybody. I think it's very. Oh, she said everybody is. I said, oh, no, I've never had that before. No. Oh. Some people have either. I think it's a very interesting topic, and I think there are arguments for both sides. On the one hand, I think it is really just a human thing. It's intriguing to consider the lifestyles of those that are, you know, living something far more exciting than our everyday. Um, and things like the mob or drug dealing or, I don't know, Pablo, whoever, mm-hmm. is very fascinating for all of us. That's just a human fact. And even if it wasn't that, it would be something else. How that um, aligns with black culture and music, I think, is a combination of a number of things, not just the lives of the black people who make that music or emulate the life that's in the music. Um, the industry itself, I think... In terms of gatekeepers and tastemakers, and I think Miles might have alluded to this. Um, oh shit, I have a meeting in 15 minutes, sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I completely forgot. Um, they also have something, a role to play in, in what happens because how much is, I don't know, Lil Sims being promoted compared mm. to, I don't know, one of these little Uzis or whoever, you know, everybody else seems to be more interested in, right? Uh-huh. Um, that might have something to do with where Sims is as a, as an artist, but at the same time, we know, and she has spoken openly about this, about how hard it is for her to make headway with what she has to present the world. So, yes, um, white people are consuming a lot of what is out there, but I also think, and I'm rushing now, white people are the majority of the Western world's consumption, right? So I think very often when we have these conversations, we miss that out um, when we're talking about race. Does that make sense at all? Mm -hmm. Who are the biggest consumers of music in the world, right? We are the makers, the consumers are predominantly white. Mm -hmm. So I think that needs to be factored into the conversation at all times. There needs to be some sort of adjustment when we're talking about the majority of the consumption. We are the creators of the culture. We are the people that make this stuff, but we're not always the majority when it comes to consumption. And that's just a numbers game, purely. So that's... Sorry, I was just going to say you're 100% correct. And that's actually um, one of my next points as well, because and Mm -hmm. which which goes into um, me asking the question of, do we have a choice? But since you're on the phone, I'll ask you, right? Um, yeah. Obviously, like you said, it's a numbers game, right? Most people, are, uh, mm. white people, I guess, consuming this music, this and the third. But mm-hmm. is there something um, systemic, right, that makes us kind of make continue to make like gangster uh, music, right? Or <clears throat> is mm-hmm. there something where it's like this is just what the people want, and it just happens to be because back in the day, right? Uh, or also, mm-hmm. is it just black people just choosing? To, to, to want to keep making this type of music. Because back in the day, Public Enemy, in the late 80s, early mm-hmm. 90s, they were selling more than anybody. You know what I'm saying? They, they would fill every venue, right? And there was mm-hmm. no gangster, uh, gangster rap in their music. It was, it was black consciousness. You know what I'm saying? Then you had, obviously, people like mm-hmm. Travel Quest, and he was selling records. So why is it, mm-hmm. okay, cool, white people were, were still buying that type of music as well? So, so you didn't have a problem when it was that type of music. What's your problem that these white people are consuming? Where where's the problem start that the white people are consuming this kind of music, perpetuating it and pushing it, mm-hmm. or the black people mm-hmm. are making it? That's, where, what, that's where, the where, question I'm asking. Where, what, what, I'm, I'm trying to find out what, what your problem is. I, I'm basically saying, are we now? Are we choosing? Because the thing is, when we chose via Public Enemy to to have black conscious music, this that, and the third, it was still being consumed. Yeah. So are we choosing to then just talk about negative stuff 
and then say, well, this is our environment, this is what we're choosing to say, and this is the only thing that um, labels are promoting. You know I, I, I don't know, but on a chicken and the egg thing, where does the problem lie for you <laughs> most? The exactly, fact yeah. that the white people are consuming it. Sorry, Emily. The fact that the white people are consuming it or the fact that this is the music black people are making. I have, a... I have no problem with whoever consumes music that we make if we control it. It's, 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 it's the market. It's the marketplace. You know what I'm saying? Like, when, but Mars is isn't he? Because he's asking which comes first. So, sorry, say that again, Emily. I think Marx is making a really good point there. Okay. In terms of, are we... Is the question that we're making the music or the music is being consumed? And also, if, if you're drawing a timeline, where are you going to start? It's almost sick. I mean, it's an ongoing thing as well, right? And music is very much of its time. I think when Public Enemy came out, um, what are we talking now? Maybe 80s, 90s, thereabouts. Yep. Hip-hop was still very new, right? It was okay. still very new, um, and it was the birth of. We had Reagan again, we're, and again, we're talking about America here. And we're having, we're talking about Reagan. We're talking yeah. about the crack pandemic, epidemic. Mm -hmm. um, we're talking about things that really affected society in a particular way, yeah. right? Whereas today, yes, we have you know police brutality, but we also have an e social economic situation where we have a lot more wealth, for example, mm -hmm. right? And as a community perhaps we have evolved into this place where social issues or social justice or whatever is not so much a pressing issue for us um, mm -hmm. as the the trappings of, of capitalism are, you but, know. But is, is um, that, is, and, sorry, 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 Emily. You, um, go ahead. <laughs> I, I've lost my train of thought now. But what I'm saying is <laughs> art reflects life, doesn't it? Yes. And... Um, I can't think of a single popular artist, for example, who has taken time to talk about police brutality mm -hmm. or the killing of black men in America now, which is which is still very much an issue. I, haven't, I can't think of a popular artist who's taken time to talk about um, where the laws in America are going, whether it's abortion, whether it is what's happening to voting rights in Mississippi. None of that seems to be reflected in music, right? Mm -hmm. Why is that? Is that because the gatekeepers are not going to allow those people to come through? Is it because the artists themselves are not interested? Is it because... I don't know, the Pharrells and the Jay-Zs of this world are more interested in where they are on the Forbes list or more interested in becoming CEOs or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Where are we? But, but, but also, that begs for me, do artists see themselves as people that need to comment necessarily on social issues? It used to be the case, Nina Simone, what is the role of an artist yeah. to reflect the time, right? Mm -hmm. Do artists still hold that mentality or do we just want to get the bag and do what a Jay-Z Pharrell does once they have the bag? What is the role of an artist in society? Maybe artists are not asking themselves those questions anymore. Maybe it's not important. And that is a combination that, that combined with what gatekeepers are doing might better reflect why mm -hmm. we are where we are today. But when I was talking about time, I think it's important to consider, you know, where music was when public enemy was a thing and where music is today in terms of social economic situations, if that makes sense. It makes perfect sense. But my, my thing is, um, to answer your question, even the people, uh, a few people in the chat were even talking about um, who, which popular artists kind of speak about uh, police brutality and how we're being treated. The biggest, you know what I'm saying, Kendrick, J. Cole, people like that, you know what I'm saying? But there's, they are kind of a mon minority in that, in that regard. Right? Very well. Say that again? Kendrick and Cole do very well, don't they? 
Yeah, yeah, they do. Oh, but, are but, you? Yeah, but they're, yeah. but they're a minority in it. You know what I'm saying? So, but but basically, what the the point I'm trying to make is, like, you you mentioned about uh, maybe that wasn't uh, the priority of certain artists um, today as it was back in Public Enemy's time. Like, you still mm. had the the the, uh, the George, George Floyd situation, the Ferguson situation. Yes. People getting killed this and mm. third. But our art is talking about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, the majority of artists. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, so my, my thing is, are we going to keep saying it's the gatekeepers that only want us to make certain type of music? Or, like, can we just switch the subject and talk about other things? Because, like, for how long will we continue to say that, um, you know, this is somebody else's fault? And then be, be, Fair and enough. Then, and then be annoyed when they say, well, our culture promotes degeneracy. That For me, that begs the question, what is the role of an artist in society? Okay. You know, are you going to ask little Uzi to reflect social justice issues? Does he care? You know, and why have you asked that of Kendrick? There's a, in, in the last uh, Mr. Morale, Kendrick says, there's the whole, I am not your savior. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've listened to Mr. Morale. I'm a big fan of Mr. Morale. <laughs> but Kendrick is very big on the, the pressure of being a role model in the industry, what that means for the individual, but also what it means for the community. When are we going to take responsibility for ourselves? Mm-hmm. You know, is that something that really needs to be put at the foot of of, of rappers, of, of sexy red? Mm-hmm. You know, like, why? She just wants to sing about Pound Town. Why are we asking her to talk about abortion rights? But this this is the thing. I, is, I, that, is that? I, I'm, not, I'm not necessarily asking any artist. I, again, like, like I've said on the show many times, right, I, I believe in people being free to do whatever the hell they, they want to do. But my thing is, yeah. if if these artists are the only ones talking about it, where, where are the other artists who are just as skilled, potentially? But the question this is my question to you. Does it have to be the artist? It doesn't have to be. Well, but, it's but, the black community, why should it be the artist that we're making this, this ask of? Sorry, say that again? Is it because white people are assuming it? Is it because we think of them as representatives of the community to the rest of the world? Why are we asking them to do this? No, no, no. Because at the end of the day, like you said, art reflects life, right? Like art has mm-hmm. always been a medium to, to, to kind of speak about the ills in a particular society and even uh, a way mm-hmm. to kind of offer up solutions. So, but why is that there's, there's no one offering up solutions? So it's, it's not necessarily me saying make the artists who exist already change the topic. Mm-hmm. It's me saying the artists who already live the life of being activists and talking about those particular things, where are they? Why don't, why, why isn't there more like this? Because the, 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 um, the thing is, right, if more people kind of... Yeah follow the the lineage of public enemy i feel like they'll mm-hmm. it will be the norm to kind of have that 50 percent of um you know those who care about um you know social justice and things of that nature and then the 50 percent who kind of talk about road life you know what i'm saying which, which is just mm. whatever, isn't, you know that what I'm saying? Very, isn't that a very individual choice though man it is so how yeah so i don't know that we can ask of any artist to do anything other than what is true to them that's what i'm saying and <laughs> so we're agreeing, we're going about this different No, I'm, I'm agreeing <laughs> that they shouldn't change what they want to do. I'm just basically saying the ones who do want to do that. You're asking why aren't there are more of them? Yeah. And and why isn't the, the light kind of shone on them? Because my thing is, if if we if we kind of want to blame capitalism and say, well, this is mm-hmm. what's selling in the market. This is why artists are doing this. But back in the day when Public Enemy was selling, why wasn't more people doing it? So is it black people's fault? Is it their choice to just want to continue to talk about the road life? That's basically what I'm getting at. Is it our fault or is it the gatekeeper's fault? Is it capitalism? It's a bit of both. That would be my conclusion. It's a bit of both. But I also think it's really hard to put that on the community um, or on any artist who isn't already that way inclined. I think it's a lot to ask. 
yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's cool. a lot to ask. I'm going to run meeting in five. Thank you, guys. Right, I'd love no to carry on. Yeah. in my thoughts. But yeah, thank, thank you so you. much. Take care, guys. Thank you. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye. All right. So, you guys, any thoughts you want to add? Yeah, I think y'all said it all. <laughs> <laughs> I think y'all did that. Y'all did that. All right, cool. <laughs> um, all right, man. Well, you can move on, man. Into our next headlines. <laughs> All right, so this next headline, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not too sure if you guys heard about how um, the White House was evacuated. There was an emergency evacuation. Yeah, because they found some stuff in there. Yes, so basically, a white substance mm. that sparked an emergency evacuation at the White House on Sunday night tested positive for guess what? Cocaine. Cocaine. I knew it when I said <laughs> when I saw white substance. I said, mm. mm-hmm. the words are too savage. Cocaine. That's it. So the substance was found in a work area at a secure building um, during a routine inspection. Uh, the preliminary positive test was first reported by the Washington Post, which cited fire and law enforcement sources as well. President Joe Biden and his family were aware at the Camp David residence when the substance was found. The White House complex was closed as, as a precaution around um, 8.45 p.m. local time on Sunday after the Secret Service officers found the white powder inside of a work area of the West Wing. So... Um, yeah, apparently uh, the fire department was quickly called and they found the substance to be non-hazardous. Um, they didn't confirm the preliminary test results, um, saying that the item had been found had been sent for additional testing at the time, and that an investigation is ongoing, including on how the substance even entered the White House in the first place. Right, um, but the BBC's US partner CBS News reported a senior law enforcement source as saying the substance was found in a storage facility in a cupboard routinely used by the White House staff. And guess to store their mobile phones. Mm. So it would blame the one and stuff, wouldn't they? Mm-hmm. And the last headline, uh, not much of a, a headline as such, but it's, it's more so basically speaking about how Cuba is kind of turning um, their attention to Russia again. Back, back in the day, so Russia's ambassador to Cuba said that Vladimir Putin had an, had an invitation to visit the communist-run island, but that it was too early to talk about preparations for such a trip. Right. So the long time political allies, Cuba and Russia, both subject to US sanctions, have increased economic ties by facilitating trade and investment to circumvent those restrictions. Cuba had welcomed 66,000 tourists from Russia so far this year. And Aeroflot's uh, resumption of uh, regular flights would probably mean that a total of 100,000 Russian tourists will visit the islands in 2023. But when he met in 2022, uh, Cuban President Miguel Diaz-Canel um, he passed the Kremlin chief a personal greeting from Cuba's former leader, Raul Castro, and condemned the West sanctions on Russia, obviously. So basically, um, according to a Kremlin transcript, he said to Putin that I would like to say again that Russia can always rely on Cuba, all of our aspirations and will. Um, we will continue to do everything to ensure that our relations continue to grow and strengthen. And that's it for the headlines. Um, I want to say, there's no um, word on road today. However, big up the composers. They sold out their Royal Albert Hall show in a minute. Sure. <laughs> a minute. That's absolutely amazing. So big up them. And um, Oh, I was just going to say, before we go to People Journal, you know what we got to do? What do we have to do? we got to pay them damn bills. We took it all. We brought them to our land. 
An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. That's right. <laughs> Against people's general. All right, so the people's journal is, is kind of quick today. Um, there isn't much to really speak on, but again, welcome to the people's journal. We can get the news from an economics point of view. Pardon me for not giving you the you know regular salutations. But I was gonna say that who hurt you? Like, what's going on? He said you can you can if you want to, but usually say you do give it to them. Why are you giving them the news? I'm gonna give it to them. Okay. Half heartedly or fully? <laughs> fully. All right. But basically, there's only two things, right? And um, <clears throat> according to Sky News, um, they're saying that there are some plans in place to close almost every rail station ticket office in England. Ah, why? <laughs> well, I don't know why. <laughs> but basically, I, I think it's just a sign of the times, isn't it? No, Everyone's I hate when they do that. Because there's certain things you can't get from the ticket machine. Well... I agree with you, especially when you're confused about certain options exactly. as well, You know what I'm saying? But the rail delivery group, the RDG, they said that 12% of train tickets are now bought from offices. 12%, which is down from 85% in 1995. So there's less people going there. Have an attendant around to then assist people on the machines then. Because mm. the worst when you go then, there's not nobody around. Mm. It's just a bunch of other people that are as confused as me. Yeah. So take away the offices or whatever, but have attendants. People them that go and do the train signal, Actually, no, because then if I miss my train because they're not signaling properly because they're helping someone with the ticket, it'd be annoying. But I think they should have people around still because it is quite confusing, those stupid machines. Yes, definitely. It can be, 100%. Well, they just need to upgrade the machines then. They like they were made in 1985. <laughs> they may do that, though. They may do that because they may obviously put a lump sum there and save money on the salaries of all these other you know, people. I think it's happening you know what here. Mean? What do you think? I think, yeah, they're getting rid of the people. Mm. So that people can be confused and buy tickets they don't need, spending more <laughs> money than they don't need, and the more money goes into the <laughs> ticket. Is it City Khan? Yes. Mm -hmm. It's going to go in their pockets. That's what's happening. Because I spend, when I go, when I check on the ticket machine mm -hmm. and I go and speak to somebody, my ticket is cheaper when I speak to the person. Mm. They're making way more money from mm. the machines. That's why they're getting rid of them. Mm. It's a good way to generate extra profit. Thieves. Boy, yeah. Well, apparently around three out of five English stations have a ticket office, right, at the moment. The vast majority of which are owned and run by the train operators. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, the RDG, they represent the train companies and they're due to unveil the proposals in an attempt to save money in the wake of the COVID pandemic. Right? This is what they're saying. Passengers will be asked to pay for journeys by tapping contactless cards on barriers. And they, I think they just want to do it that way. You know what I'm saying? Instead of buying mm -hmm. tickets, it'll automatically just do the right fare for you, innit? Mm -hmm. Just just keep tapping away, innit? So that's what they're saying. But obviously the trade unions, who are kind of currently, like it's been for the past year or so, yeah. um, in dispute with the government over pay and working conditions, they've already reacted very angrily, innit? And they basically said that all of this is stupid. <laughs> so that's people losing, aren't people going to lose their jobs then? Yeah, yeah pretty much, yeah. And all that tap, tap, tapping anyway, I don't believe all of them, th those sums. I feel like they, mm. even that as well, they're cheating because sometimes I'm like, it was one stop. And you know what the thing is Now here well? I am. Yeah, yeah. And how am I going to ever find out what the real price is? I, this is exactly what I was going to say. I, th I think a lot of people can't be bothered to go and do the research 
after the fact. If yeah. you feel like you've been charged like, yeah. too much. So they're banking on that. They're banking on, yeah. the, on my laziness. And they, guess what? I'm giving them bank because I'm not <laughs> doing my research. Yeah, it's man, unfortunately. Yeah. And then come January, he's going to say the price is going up a bit more. Like it does every year, yearly tradition. And the trains are still crap. Mm. It's a shame. It's a shame. Uh, the next thing, the last thing is basically um, people are calling for the government to kind of fund safe e-bike subsidies after the, um, some of the batteries are catching on fire, basically. Ah. Yeah, 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 man. So Are people on them? I'm not too sure if they're on them. But yeah, in some cases, I think so. Yeah, That's a good in, lawsuit. In this situation here, there was somebody um, who died, trigger warning. Um, no. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the call comes after the death of a family um, in a Cambridge flat fire, which was most likely caused by an electric bike that was charging. That's what I'm saying. Crazy. You know, I thought you were talking about Boris bikes for a second. Oh, no, no, sorry. So the e bikes. No, no, lime bikes. No, no, no. Them, them ones are calm. Because you do everything yourself, innit? Yeah. 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 That's horrible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, man. that's so horrible. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, Gemma um, Gemini, who was 31, mm -mm. sadly died that's at the young. scene. Yeah. In the early hours of Friday, along with her children. Oh. Yeah, eight-year-old daughter and a four-year-old son. Oh, no. Yeah, the whole family. Imagine. Yeah, and this was simply because the bike was charging, you know. Not like it crashed into anything or whatever. It was just charging. It sparked. So, yeah, unfortunately, that's what happened. And also another man in his 30s, he, he's kind of, not kind of, he's still in hospital in critical um, condition after a similar, like, related incident as well. So, yeah, man, um, people are basically saying, look, um, we obviously have to look into these faults and the government should foot the bill for, you know, the um, subsidies and things of that nature. So, yeah, that's, that's currently the issue. Um, but that's it for the People's Journal. Lovely, thank you very much. Let's do our last headlines for today. No, but you press the right thing, Brent. Yeah, I know. Oh, I threw you, I threw you off. You didn't throw me off. Why did you, you size so heavy? Off. You threw yourself off. No, but see how calm I am? You were like, Ugh! <coughs> Why did you sigh like that? I don't know what you're talking about. No, of course you don't. Nobody heard it. It was muted. Of course. You back on me for me making a scene. <laughs> and no one has context, everyone just thinks I'm moving mad. I'm not faking. Hey, we're on this Wednesdays, guys. Mm, zen. So, what was that? Yeah, I don't know. Are you saying <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get into the violin, you know what I mean? I'm trying to get into that. Just stick to being a rapper. Just do that. By the way, did you guys um, know that the minister, Louis Farrakhan, plays violin? I did not know that. Very high level. But I just only knew about this man this year, so you've mm. got to give me some grace for that. This, this, is, this is true. He's a man worry. of many talents. Very, very, very talents. Oh, relax. <laughs> relax. <laughs> Big up the nation, you know what I mean? But yes. No, we're on us Wednesday, not tense up <laughs> nation. All right. Well, this first quote is for the haters out there, because we've seen some haters. It's for him, Farrakhan. No, 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 no. <laughs> We're gonna have to take that role away from you. <laughs> this first quote is from Coretta Scott King, the wife of the great Martin Luther King Jr., right? And she says, Hate is too great a burden to bear. It injures the hater more than it does injure the hated. That was to the side chicks, wasn't it? No, there's nothing. <laughs> that was all alleged and it was lies, right? It was lies. 
<laughs> so again, it's for the haters out there who just want to hit. Don't want to hit the like button. Don't want to subscribe. Trust me, Remember, like, so it's selfish hurting you more. It. It's hurting you more. So hate is too great a burden to bear. It injures the hater more than it injures the hated. Mm. Next one. Whatever we believe about ourselves and our ability comes true for us. That's simple. Really? Whatever we believe about ourselves and our ability comes true for us. Like Mark was saying, why do we want to embody these negative things and call it black culture? If you want to take it on, it'll you become will be our that. reality. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And the last thing is by the great Muhammad Ali, also part of the nation at a great time <laughs> in his life, by the way. Just a side comment. Um, he who is not courageous enough to take uh, risks. I take nowhere. <laughs> Damn. He who is not courageous enough to take risks will accomplish nothing in life. That's a word, boy. He who is not courageous enough to take risks will accomplish nothing in life. So go out there, people. Do something great, man. Move to the guy that you fancy. Courageous. There you go. All right. Well, let's get into <laughs> our last headlines for today. All right, so last headline. Uh, this one's a bit of a long one, but I was trying to um, make it sense and condense it for you guys. And this is basically about something that, I don't know, maybe we might even do a topic of the day about this, right? But basically, um, do I need a trigger warning here? Trigger warning, just in case. Sex education lessons must engage boys and young men in order to tackle a scourge of sexual harassment and violence in schools. This is according to a group of MPs. This is really good. All right, so the MPs yeah, are, yeah. yeah. Um, so the inquiry, um, by the Women and Equalities Committee heard that relationships, sex and health education, RSHE, was less applicable to boys than to, to girls. Back in our day, yeah. What was it called? I don't know why PSHE. I said back in our day. <laughs> it was PSHE, innit? Yeah, but my day's not your day. <laughs> 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 my day was called PSHE. Your day, I don't know where it might have been called. Uh, I think they grouped ours. Etiquette listen to something like that. They grouped ours, innit? They just called it PE. <laughs> no, you still they call it knowledge <laughs> back in your day. What are you saying? You still had P um S H E. Yeah, P S H E. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, you um, pay attention to school. Me? Yeah. Because yeah. you always ask. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. Can't okay. Remember. Um. But yeah, basically, um, they're calling for lessons to be made compulsory, also in sixth forms and in colleges. That's good. That's what they're saying, man. Some consent and stuff. All of that stuff. The government says it's developing further guidance for schools. The inquiry found that some schools were still not acknowledging the problem of violence against women and girls, mm. while many lacked the funding and the time to deliver RSHE effectively. The committee also warned that young people are making their first steps into the adult world undersupported and less equipped to navigate potentially dangerous situations. The inquiry heard how easy access to pornography had completely changed the culture in the playgrounds, and it was having a very corrosive impact within schools. One session heard um, tales of boys cyber-flashing hardcore pornographic images at girls in the corridors and airdropping nude images to each other in class. Right? Several witnesses said that boys were unlikely to engage with RSHE learning if they were ashamed or, pardon me, shamed or if they were put on the spot as well in the classroom. Mm. The committee is calling on the government as part of its review into sex education to develop a specific strategy for engaging with boys and young men on the topics of sexual harassment and gender-based violence. It recommends that all teachers should be trained on how to engage male pupils in conversations that challenge prevailing gender norms and, and ideas of masculinity. 
They seem like they're trying to do something good. Hopefully, it's not just an empty gesture and everyone's just talking about nonsense. That'd be but really good. Hopefully, you know what I mean? Yeah. And the last headline, this is some sad news, man. Um, you guys know Fiona Phillips. But if you're not married, you definitely 100% know her. She's a journalist broadcaster. But yeah, Fiona Phillips, unfortunately, has said that she's been diagnosed with Alzheimer's. Is it a black woman? Oh, no, no, that's no. Ronke Phillips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Fiona Phillips. Yeah, man. And she's only... Um, oh, age, yeah, man, know her. You know her, yeah. Um, at the age of 62, man. So the journalist and broadcaster. You don't know her face? First of all, don't make a scene. Because I, <laughs> I, I shook my head to you in private. <laughs> I don't know her. What was she? She looks um, like... She's done loads of stuff, you know. You know yeah, what? but what would be you something prominent that you could... Um, she's like, a, like one of the human women. GMTV? She was on GMTV. Is that, I don't even know. Is that a sta- is that station? Is that a oh, you don't know is what that? GMTV is? No. Oh, baby girl. Was it that long ago though? You have to know what GMTV is. I don't. It's it's. Is it like a news channel? What is it? Yeah, no, good ITV. It's, it's Good like Morning good Britain. Britain on ITV. It's basically Good That's Morning. That's GMB. You know oh, what I'm saying? Them... It's basically that. You see, I yeah. grew up on GMB. I didn't even grow up on it, <laughs> but I know about GMB. But that's what it basically is. It's Basically yeah. that. And what channel? Per- what channel is it on? ITV. GMTV. So she on before Good Morning Britain. Yeah, this is like while ago. Not so be- she was before Good Morning Britain started. Existed, yeah. yeah. Where the heck would I know that? <laughs> How on earth would I know that? <laughs> I didn't know Emma Willoughby. Was it what's her name? Lisa Willoughby. What's her name? Holly. 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 I didn't know Holly and Philip. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I thought we were fresh out the women's sis was uh, on wait, GMTV. How, how long has GMB been around though? Been for ages. Yeah. It's I been Good like, Morning Britain for a while, isn't it? So we old. Second of his, yeah. yeah. God damn it. You're not knocking <laughs> on Foy's door. Let's not go too far. Let's not go too far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely wouldn't notice. Well, that's All sad right. though. Yeah, man. So Fiona Phillips, um, she's the former host of ITV Breakfast Show, Jim TV. She said that dementia had dis- had um, decimated her family. After her mother, her father, and uncle Damn. had the disease, she had, she was just getting on with it. She's a mother of two. Uh, currently, she's a columnist for Daily Mirror, and she was speaking to Alison Phillips, and basically saying that she's just trying to carry on as normal, but wanted to share her story to help others. She mm. said that despite fearing that she would one day be that diagnosed with Alzheimer's, um, it had still come as a shock when her doctor said the test results showed early stages of the disease. She said, um, it's something I, I might have thought I'll get at 80. I was still only 61 years old. The presenter said that she felt more angry than anything else because the disease had already had such an impact on her family life. Um, she said, my, my poor mom was crippled with it. Then my dad, my grandparents, my uncle, it just keeps coming back for us. Damn, that's very sad. Yeah, man. Hopefully it doesn't, you know, I don't know. Go, that's the thing. Yeah. Listen, man. Wish her the best. Wish her the best. And that's it for the headlines. Thank you. Don't you need to tell them something? We need to pay them damn bills again, goddammit. Thank you very much. Let's get into the reaction. Anybody who is oblivious to white Emmanuel keeps on doing that. I'm not sure. No, leave it, leave it, leave it. They don't wonder. All right, cool. It's fun. (laughs) I like games. So, in our reaction news... The Millwall owner and chairman dies in a tragic accident, age 70. Oh, condolences. Millwall have announced the death of the owner and chairman, John Ber- Berylson, 
in a tragic accident. The Lions confirmed the news in a statement posted on Twitter on Tuesday night. The statement read that Burleson 70, who first became involved in the club in 2006, had died in an accident on Tuesday morning. It is with a collective broken heart and the deepest of regret that we announced the passing of our beloved owner and chairman, John Burleson, um, Millwall posted. Shit, how did I do that? Oh, sorry, I thought that was me, you know, sorry. Relax, Mark. Wellness Wednesday and all sorts. You wasn't listening to Wellness Wednesday, man. <laughs> Where was I? Um, John, who turned yeah. 70 last month, lost his life in a tragic accident on Tuesday morning, and the thoughts of everyone at the club are with his wife, Amy, his three children, Jennifer, James, and Elizabeth and the rest of the Burleson family. John's sudden and tragic passing will unquestionably impact all those who were fortunate to have known him. He was a truly great man, incredibly devoted to his family, and a person of such remarkable generos generosity, warmth, and kindness. Um, and the second headline, Mason Mount completes Manchester United Medical ahead of 60 pound move. So Mason Mount says his imminent 60 million pound Move to Manchester United is right for me at this moment in my career after he completed a medical ahead of his transfer from Chelsea. Contracts are now being finalised and a formal announcement is expected in the next 24 hours. The deal was a 55 million initial payment plus 5 million in performance related add-ons. Sky Sports News understands that add-ons are strongly dependent on appearances and success. United have offered the England International a five-year contract with an extra year option. In a farewell social media video to Chelsea, supporters on Tuesday evening, Mount said, Hi Chelsea fans, given the speculation over the last couple of months, this may not come as a surprise to you that I've made the decision to leave Chelsea. I fully deserve more than just a written statement. So I wanted to tell you directly how grateful I've been for all of your support over the last 18 years. I know some of you won't be happy with my decision, but it's what it is right for me at the moment in my career. End quote. And our last headline of news is Hannah Dingley becomes first woman to manage a professional men's team in English football. Love that. Big up her. Women in sports. Well Where's done, the horn, well Brent? Done, well done, That's a good one. So Forest Green Rovers have named Hannah Dingley as their new caretaker boss, making her the first woman to manage a professional men's team in English football. The League Two side sacked Duncan Ferguson on Tuesday after just six months in charge. Forrest Green announced Dingley, the club's um, academy head, would be put in caretaker charge for the first team. Her first match in charge will be a friendly at Mecham Town on Wednesday. The 39-year-old said, I'm really excited for this next step of my career. Pre-season has just begun and full season kicks off very soon. It's an exciting time in football. I am grateful for the opportunity to step up and lead a and lead such a progressive and forward-thinking club. She joined the club in 2019 to take charge of the academy and remains the only woman to manage a men's English to manage a men's English football league academy. Um, do you think women um, managers are going to get prem jobs, Brett? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Can you see it? Yeah, but they would have to basically come up. They would have to have. Managed a team below, below, and then come up. I don't see it being all right. Cool, Tottenham's three, you want in? 
I'll say that. Okay. Well, so she's on the right. She's on the right path if she does good hair. Yeah. I see it. All right then. Big up the gal then. That'd be so interesting to see though. In the Premier League. Hundred percent. That'd be so interesting to see. Yeah, it would actually. Mm. And then when it is that they're fighting, I see how that looks like. <laughs> mm. Not physical, obviously, but you not know, getting people's faces and whatnot. But then do you feel like that will be kind of put a dampener on, on the sport because no, it's equality, would... man. What are you talking about? No, but people will say, oh, they're being misogynistic. The guy they're talking to that woman. Da, 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 da. I think she would come up and say, what? Nah, treat me the same. Get me. You can't, you can't dialogue on that hostility on the the, the sideline. I'm not sure. So you're really taking away proper officiating and proper fighting. You can't take that away, can we? Uh, it's going to just get man in trouble, man. Oh, is it? You see it already? Well, yeah, because man be, f- like, tempers be frayed in it. You know what I'm trying mm. to say? Like, I'm pretty sure gaffer's been called pricks. Mm. Even refs, you know, like, get a bit flagrant sometimes and you use your discernment and you're like, you know what, I'll let that slide here in the moment, whatnot, whatnot, whatnot. Mm. Like, prick this, what to do. There would be words flying around. You can't go calling her a bitch. Let though. that bitch. You can't do that. Let that bitch fly. And see, <laughs> see, because bitch has been flying on a normal day anyway. You're you can call it a prick, you cannot call it a bitch, yeah. But, I'm sorry, no, but you should, but in, in, in the name of fairness, you should be allowed to let bitch fly. No, you should call other men bitches, huh? Men call other men bitches, that's fine, but it's call her. Spanish speakers also, you know, put change that. it up. That's fine, but look, call her a bitch and see what happens to you. Finish. I, I'm not advocating <laughs> for that at all, as it should 100%. But if it is that she comes out and calls the other guy, yeah. nah, in the name of fairness, bitch should be able to fly. Bitch should not fly. Can she say it though? No, can who say it? The girl to the guy. No. Why not? Because we're that's not throwing the word bitch more, around. Culture. Do they call other men? Do other men? Men, other men, men though. Yes. Do ma- other managers call other men yes. bitches? Yes. Probably. <laughs> you don't even sound like you're. You know what you're talking about. Really? I don't understand what you. What, what have you just said? You, I feel like you're just saying that for argument's sake. I don't believe you that there's other men calling other men bitches. They call them wolf. Well, do you know what? I have no horse in this race. In the songs I keep I though. don't care enough. So you tapped into this one. No, I'm tapped out. I didn't even my one toe made mm. it in and I said ah actually. The big toe. No, the, the little one. Mm. Mm. All right. Um, equality for me to be honest. I not for am men to call women feminist. That's where your equality is. No, all across the board to be honest. Mm. I'm waiting for these to come true. All right. <laughs> True progression. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you wear those headphones. I was going to say, you're giving me Ray J vibes. I like that for you. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a cute picture over there. Mm-hmm. Cute look. I can't see how it looks. Oh. I think that should be the thumbnail today. <laughs> 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 I think we've got to get into our outro, boys. Mm-hmm. We should. How about, um, are you feeling about the base amount? About the, the deal? Yeah, yeah. I like it, man. Right. I like it, man. I like it. I was it's watching. Grown um, on you? Huh? It's grown on you. It's not grown on me. I told. I've said from before when when he was linked with Yuzo, I thought it would be good for Yuzo. So why would it be any different for us? I think he's a. I think he's a very, 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 very good player. Like exceptionally good player. So yeah, I love. I'm loving the move. You get me? He's been out of the team. He's been out of the team for a little while, and he's been injured. And I think, I think he's probably made people forget. I think he's probably made people forget how good he is. You get me? I'm not exactly sure how they deploy him. But uh, like I, I, I literally was saying, seeing him under a new gaffer in a new environment 
could be interesting and exciting. You get me? So I don't know what plans Ten Hag's got for him, but yeah, I'm over, I'm, I'm I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy with that one. Mm. I'm happy with that one. He's, he's improved the team. There's a squad. Whether it's the squad starting eleven, I'm not sure. Like, but as a squad, he's improved the team, isn't it? And yeah, man. In case anybody has forgot, just go YouTube. I know it's, you know what it is. Yeah, you can't watch YouTube highlights because that can make anyone look good. So just go watch just the stuff that he's actually done, just the goals and assists. Just watch all his goals and assists. You get me? Just so you can see who the person is. And if we can bring him, if we can bring him back to that level, happy with that one. Good, 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 good footballer. Um, I see that they've um, gave like a verbal bid to Inter for Nana. Yeah. It sounds a little bit small, so I don't know if it's gonna get if it's gonna get pushed through. Mm -hmm. They're um they're damn bad, man. That money's the money they need to sell because they ain't got no money. They need to, yeah, man. They need a striker and a goalie. Even that Arabat story, whatever his name is, I don't know why that's even going about because we ain't got no money. We ain't sold no one yet. You get me? But we need a striker and a goalie. And all the reports would say that we probably got about 60 million left out of that initial budget that we had in it. So if we don't sell, then yeah, but we've got to get it wrapped up fast. We need a striker, we need a goalie. If we get Onana done, then I don't even know how it works because they're not selling no one. I don't know what's going on with the club, with the with the Qataris and all that. They're just not selling no one. Like if like if the doors was open properly and players was just coming and going, I think everything would be fine and just be normal. You get me? We just move them on boom, 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 business as usual. But it's just like, we just don't know where we are. It's just all up in the air. But it's getting done quietly and slowly. Mason one got done quick enough. If we can get Onana tied up in the next couple of days, then I guess just look at the look at the, the outgoings and just see where we can just raise some money and then just, just get a striker. Mm. I think we need a striker. Like, badly, I think we need a striker. But, yeah, we'll see. Told you that, man. As United fans, man, we're not really involved in this transfer window. We're just gonna, we're just, we're just here in it, and we'll just see what happens when it happens. You can get me. Hear that? Are you happy that you officially spent all that money on rice now? You, I haven't changed my opinion regarding rice. So no, I'm saying, but it's official I'm now, isn't it? To see him cooking the man in the manner in which is you are suggesting that he's going to cook. Yeah, but I'm just saying it's official now, isn't it? Does it feel different for you? Like, no, it doesn't. No, no, it doesn't. I, I, I guess I'm looking forward to the fanfare of when he officially gets um, announced, and then for that particular period, a few hours, and he goes. Ah, he don't really suit the kit. The he don't. He don't really suit the kit, though, does he? Did you see that picture of Romano posted? He don't really look like he doesn't. Does he think he suits the kit? He'll grow into it, isn't it? Does he suit the kit? Hmm. Like when you see him, does he look like sometimes you remember someone like say like like I can't explain it, man. When when you saw that first image of Casemiro in the United kit, you was like, yeah. Is that what I was doing? He was. You, you saw it. You was like, this looks right. Like yeah, I hear you, Casemiro. Do you get what I mean? Uh, the image I saw of Declan, I was like, oh. Yeah. Maybe he can grow into it. Yeah, maybe he could. It's a big club, big stature. Like that big club, mm. like that. Beep beep beep. All right, hey you, outro. All right, cool. Glee waiting for me to see what he plays like even.
I'm really waiting for it because 105 million is a lot of money. And what I've seen of him, I'm really waiting to be proven wrong. I'm what? looking forward to be proven wrong. A fickle bunch. We'll hear it soon. Good, good, good. We'll, we'll hear it soon. I, it's not as if it is I've seen him and I just can't like understand that he's great. I haven't been watching West Ham, but you're okay, telling yeah, yeah. me he's a wavy. It's the only time I've seen him is when he's playing for England when he's playing against Arsenal. And I haven't seen anything else. Now, Bellingham, on the other hand, oh, bloody hell. You talk to me about that guy? And I'm like, yes, I believe anything you say. The next sedan. All right, we'll see. But Mr. Rice? Mr. Rice? Yeah. Is he going to be better than Scorsese? Than Paul Scholes? Than what, one, of, what one of the greatest of all times? Go on. No? No? Well, no. So who's going to be better then? Who's the... The 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 stalwart the the legacy player that he can be be compared to. He can have a um, but well, he won't probably have he won't have the same career because he's not gonna he's not gonna have the same career because he won't win as much with Arsenal. Thanks. But he might go down like a when it's all said and done, Yuzok might not really give him the respect he deserves. But whoever knows knows he's up. No, like a carrot. Goodness, I want to vomit. I want to vomit, and I keep, I keep hearing you say, "He's, he's one You of may not yeah, give him the credit he's he deserves. That means that he will still be playing, and people are like still indifferent about him. Nah, he's one of the best. Like rookie. a Pogba. No, nah, because no, Pogba's not. That's not known. Some people, if I can't, I can't control who don't know, who don't know what they don't know. You get what I'm trying to say, that. But the ones who do know, do know. So I mean, no, but Mags, honestly, if it's Carrick's one of the thing, best of his generation. If he says so. If it's a school's Tell thing, me. Right? I said, okay, if you say so. If it's a school's thing, mm-hmm. nobody could be like, nah, I'm not seeing it, man. But you're saying that's what's going to happen with Rice. That's not comforting. My Anybody who, who knows football, yeah, and I respect their opinion, yeah, sees Michael Carrick in the same way that I see him, which is good enough for me. Everybody else who doesn't, they're not on my level, so I don't mind. So I wouldn't mind if that if that that for Declan Rice wouldn't be too bad either because people who know know in it, you know what I'm trying to say that. So the the the, the, the Neanderthals who don't know, no one don't care about their opinion. Do you get what I mean? I get what you mean. Only a select few could be able to see the great. Mm. But I would rather uh Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Casemiro. And nobody's like, mm, mm. I'm with you, I'm with you. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I don't know what level we can reach to. That's hard to project. I don't know. But I think he's good. I think he's actually proper good. And it could be scary because you have been playing good football, man. You've been doing decent. Your gaffer's decent. So if he if he slips into that system and starts starts kicking that kind of stuff, you're going to see. But don't start don't start talking to me about him during the season and all that. That's another thing as well. You just hug it. Don't, I don't want to hear... Actually, maybe you use different yeah, because you didn't know. Because you know I said I have not watched this guy and I am going off the back of what you are telling Yeah, naturally, yeah, with you, you, with, you. Yeah, with you is different, actually. Nicely. Yeah. I haven't been saying I've seen him. Ah, and all right, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. <laughs> yeah, because I can't lean forward any more than this. All right, they want me out of here. I've got to go, I've got to go with my car, man. So, peace out, people, man. For the remaining 20 more minutes of reaction, go to our Patreon and you can Trust me. You know what I mean? What? I'm guying. <laughs> <laughs> I should have said this earlier. <laughs> <laughs> All right.